When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Bob and Tom Show. Daytona 500. Ooh. Hey there, Mr. Ampersand. What's the deal there with your foot? You got a cast upon it, and you ain't walking good. I was dancing with my own true love when she done the pirouette. Landed hard upon my toe and squashed that sucker flat. <laughs> Cause I'm dating a 500 pound woman. <laughs> I'm dating a 500 pound guy. <laughs> I'm dating the 500 pound prettiest gal I ever found. I'm dating the 500 pound gal. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, Mr. Ampersand, what's the deal there with your neck? You got a brace upon it, and now you look like a wreck. My true love was spinning me around when she dropped me by mistake. I guess she lost her concentration when someone yelled, Chocolate cake! Oh, I'm Daytona 500 pound woman. Cause I'm Daytona 500 I'm Daytona 500 pound prettiest thing I ever found. I'm Daytona 500 pound gal. I'm Daytona 500 pound ho 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 big gal. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Haywood Banks, the fabulous Daytona 500. No winter yet. Got a runner today. A lot of rain. Uh, it's supposed to stop raining about 10, they say. Eastern Standard Time. We'll see how they do. Get out there drying that track off. Get the rags up. Hi, everybody. This is the Bob and Tom Show. There's Christy Lee at the news desk. Hi. What's wrong? I don't know. There's something. It looks like you have a a hair barrette in your the, the front of your... I'm having a bad hair day. Okay. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, Chick. There's Josh Arnold. Chick. Ace Cosby's here. I, hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold, surprise guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. I am. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> well, is your is your uh, uh, streak? <laughs> no one has uh, bumpier vacations <laughs> like you do. Oh. I uh, 
I, I, I look at it as you go out there and experience these things, so I don't have to. And I, I for one, appreciate it. I will never forget the time you stayed in the hotel and had tennis balls in the pillows yes, on the bed. So that, that was my favorite story. Oh, there was more to that, too. Yeah. And then the loggerhead turtle uh, excavation going yeah, out outside I mean, your window. Yeah, that was the that was the worst one I think of all time. But no, I, I went on a ski trip, and unfortunately, both my little girls got sick, so came back after a day. But uh, had, oh, had one glorious day of uh, a bluebird snow day with sunny skies that? and great snow. Yeah, is that because oh. you're skiing so fast you just run right over bluebirds and you don't care? No, the sky's <laughs> so blue. You, you laugh. <laughs> you get bluebirds in your teeth. Uh. Well, hello, Mr. Bluebird. <laughs> yeah, we had a good time, although short. The girls got some kind of a bug. A lot of, a lot of vomiting. Thank you. Ooh, I have uh, one of those. 25 doing that right now. Hungover? No, she's got something. She's got that as, bug. As they say, oh, it's understand. going around. Yeah, it is going around. So I hope you don't have it. Um, a, a couple quick things. Today isn't just any day. It's, it's, uh, it, it's, I don't know how I feel about this holiday. I know I don't care for it. I know, I know, I know. It's useless. I know. I, I don't know why we do it, but you go ahead. Uh, it's another day for to, to ordinarily have a nice little vacation, but uh, yeah, President's Day. I've never gotten President's Day off in my adult life. No. Did you? Have you gotten President's well, Day? Well, I, I, I made an effort this year to take a little time. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the radio Tried. god said no. See, the president <laughs> screwed you, didn't they? Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, I've got. Uh, uh, some interesting presidential facts for you. All right. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> three presidents died on the same date. Do you know what it is? Uh, July 4th, right? That's right. Yeah. Three of our presidents died on July 4th. What does that tell you? That's, that's somebody tell, trying to tell us something. Yeah, something. I think. Huh. Uh, oh, they don't, they don't like huh? to celebrate <laughs> Either that or Jesus is British. Uh, okay, how about this one? <laughs> George Washington's false teeth were not made of wood. Ivory. Elephant tusk. Um, walrus tusk, gold, and ivory. Christy is right. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. But First, it is funny to say wooden, isn't it? How about yeah, this one? Because Martha had splinters in her teeth. <laughs> stuff like, no, her, no, 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 splinters in her bush. In her vag. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Vag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, I miss you guys. Uh, how about this one? Who was the first president to live in the White House? Uh, Wilson. Wilson. That's right. It was Will Wilson. (laughs) Will Wilson. Uh, Four more years. Uh, John John Adams. I was going to say Adams, darn it. Okay, here's an easy one. Christy, I know you know this one. I doubt it. Yes, you do. Uh, Christy Lee, shortest president. Truman. No. Monroe. Oh, was Harry Truman. Madison. James Madison. Hmm. Josh, uh, James Madison appears on what American currency? Uh, Boy. I don't know. Twenty like thousand dollar bill. Yeah, twenty thousand dollar bill. Five thousand dollar bill. Okay. No longer in circulation. Although right. the way inflation's going, look for it soon. Did they burn those, or are they somewhere in a vault? I think they were used for bank transfers. Or oh, something. okay. I know, but uh, um, I think Clooney gets to use them when he does a caper move. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now this sounds crazy, but it's true. One of the presidents would famously skinny dip in the Potomac every morning. Well, that's got to be Washington. Yeah, it's got to be George. No, uh, Teddy, no. I'm going to say. Uh, John Quincy Adams. Ah. The Q-Bird. I would imagine today. <laughs> the Q-Ball. That's what they call it. The Q-Ball. I could call my daughter who lives in Washington and ask her, but I'm guessing the Potomac's a little chilly this morning. And if the president were to skinny dip, that would be all over the, everywhere. You know something he Can should. Can you imagine? Yeah, somebody's got to bring that back. Yeah, That'd he should. Awesome. <laughs> skinny dipping. Yeah. Maybe get Obama to come over and get a couple Republicans over there. Have like a... 
Get, George, you get W over there. The Obama. skinny dip uh, summit. Clinton. I would do it, and it's the only time I would talk to the press. I'd come out of that river naked. And uh, any questions? Yep, we any, got. Yeah, I'll well, answer any questions. I'd force people to ask me questions while I was in the nude. This is the coolest. I think this is the weirdest presidential trivia fact of all time. And I, I want to double check this. So it's cool and weird. Yeah, yeah. Martin Van Buren, big, big time sideburns. Uh, president of the United States coined the use. Coined the word okay. Wow. Uh, I think that's true. How weird. That's some kind of uh, campaign jargon that caught on with everybody. Wow. So now we all say okay, yeah. And I can remember... Um, like Orestes Kefauver or something. <laughs> right. Ran for... And um, <laughs> I, I, I've noticed this in foreign countries, people speaking English... The word okay has slipped into lots of other languages. You're absolutely right. It is it is internationally used. You, yeah, I, I, you know. Just if y'all don't about that, okay? You know, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is not very fluent. No, really. I'm I mean, you're, you're very, chi- very fluent. <laughs> Your Chinese is terrible, but. Uh, well, thank, French. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, no wonder it was that terrible. Was French, yeah. Um, okay, which president had the most kids? This is a staggering number. Jefferson? Well, no, it's got to be Clinton. Well, now see, it's got to be Clinton or Jefferson. Uh, you know something? I'm going to withdraw that one, and we're just going to say we don't know is the answer. Now, what's the what's the official? Uh... Um, officially, it's John Tyler, hmm. but I think there's probably a and how many? How was many? That? Fifteen. Holy cow! Uh, one God. woman. That poor woman's Boy, vagina. I feel bad for <laughs> Tiffany Tyler. Holy hell. Oh, wow. was like, hey, it's a vagina, not a clown car. <laughs> yeah, come on. I, uh, uh, this reminds me, and probably Chick only, of an old cartoon. Zachary Taylor's nickname uh, was in part the same as a classic Saturday morning cartoon. bum 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 Papa. I don't know that. He's always rough and, and ready. ready. I don't remember rough and, ready. rough and uh, ready. You don't remember rough and ready? He oh. was either. old. Rough the only and reason ready. I remember it, it was it was used far too often as name that tune on the show I work on now, and uh, oh, I say, right. oh, it's rough and ready again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't remember that. So no, we're, see, we're, yeah, well, he was late a lot. So go ahead. Okay, now this is a good one. <laughs> I think that I think Ace is going to know this one. Ace, which president? Is in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Oh, Jesus. Oh, uh, Ford? Uh, a fair guess because no, Ford, it, Ford I, played for University of Michigan, played football. It's absolutely Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. He was a badass. Is in the Wrestling Hall he of Fame. He was three time WWE SmackDown champion. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to guess Trump because he was a uh, he was, wasn't he a guest ref every now and again and yeah, he, like he did stuff with the oh, WWE. Yeah. That's a fair guess. <laughs> he may have been the only president to have been body slammed. Didn't, like, he get, yeah, didn't, didn't McMahon body slam? I, him or I something? think so. Yeah. How many presidents have been on Saturday Night Live? Oh man, uh, at, as, at, I mean, real. I'm going to say or, or before or after their presidency. Trump, I don't think Trump any, was on. I don't think any in office have ever been on. Oh, I do know that every president that's been on SNL, it's been past 1975. Don't honor that. Yeah. I'm not wrong. No, no, no you're not. Yeah, that's, that's totally correct. I don't know why you guys are mad about Nixon? <laughs> Nixon, impossible for him to be on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> well, but, but he was on Laughing. He was, he was on Laughing. Yeah. Sock it to me. me. Well, uh, yeah. Now, uh, Johnson, of course, was on. 
the CBS News, NBC News, ABC News, yeah, a lot. He, he oh, is this for the Vietnam yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah okay. you, you never forgave him for that, did you? <laughs> we have uh, some really cool presidential trivia coming up. Um, and a lot of weird stuff in the news, of course. And uh, by the way, um, the NBA All-Star game was played in Indianapolis last night. And well, half of it was played. Well, the... Um, the, the <laughs> I had the over. The offensive part uh, was played. Yeah, security would not allow the two guys in that had the letter D in the fence. Oh, really? They carry that in. Well, final score was uh, what now? Uh, see, if I give this final score, you're not going to believe me. What was it? Do you want to hear the final score? Yeah. 211 to 186. What? what? <laughs> I mean, Defense. isn't that par for the course for All-Star Defense. games? Defense. Defense. Well, I mean, I it's just it's barely high. a new it's it's just barely a new record for most offensive output. I think it's, <laughs> in 2014 they had 186, 196 points. This is the first over 200 game, right? Hmm. Yes, this is the first time. They should have let Caitlin Clark play. It would have been 300. I'll tell you, the, <laughs> Saturday night, the whole family was around the team. We enjoyed the three points and the dunking contest. And How'd you like the floor? It, it was, was cool. It was lit down. No, it was I, a let down? Yeah, no, you know what it was? And I think it's my age. I th- I found <laughs> I found the floor distracting. <laughs> oh. it, it, there was all this stuff going on, man. Now, the floor and, was a giant television. Yeah, there was. Uh, did, did it? As soon as they perfect it that, the players. As soon as they perfect that, you're gonna that's gonna be everywhere because they'll be able to put ads on it. Well, sure, but as soon as as soon as regulation stops, that thing will become a giant commercial. It just seemed like it would be distracting for the players. Well, I, when you're getting paid a million dollars a game. Doesn't yeah. really matter how distracted you are, does it? No. Uh, now it's time for another quiz. Uh, it's for Christy Lee. Uh oh, what do I do now? You have something brand new in your house. Uh, well, your husband and what else? A king size sleep number bed. You got the oh, new bed, did you? Yeah, I did. No, it's uh, awesome. Now you, you by the way, now we can do a real quick lesson. Now, what is your sleep number? A smart bed. What is your sleep 35. number? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Okay, that means what? That means I like a softer mattress. No, Andrew, your husband, prefers? A very firm mattress, so he sets his side at 100. So now when he rolls over, does he have to rappel to get down to... <laughs> oh! 100 to 35? I'll explain. It really isn't a matter of uh, distance. It's not like a cliff. Could you do something? Oh! Just do some research. Okay, sorry. Sorry. I'll talk now. I'll read here. Adjustable firmness perfected by the folks at the Sleep Number Factory. And they'll get one of those beds for you, and I'll tell you what. I love my sleep number bed. I'm on year 19 for my sleep number bed. And uh, by the way, just parenthetical to this, uh, great service from the sleep number people. Yes. I just want to tell you that. Um, uh, J.D. Power has ranked the sleep number smart bed number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. What does that mean? An independent governing body, J.D. Power, has said this is a great mattress. And uh, like I said, rated number one. Check it yourself, jdpower.com slash awards. Now, uh, the sleep number President's Day sale, of course, is up and running because today's President's Day. This is amazing, a staggering 50% savings in the sleep number bed if you get on this today while this sale continues. And also of interest, I should point this out, special financing for a limited period of time. So find your sleep number bed, of course, at a sleep number store. You find that, of course, by going to sleepnumber.com slash show. Thank you very much. Now, uh, coming up today, a lot of presidential information. We'll find out about the uh, NBA and the score fest that was the All-Star game. And um, also, coming up in the news, we have um, uh, a really interesting thing out of Japan involving uh, uh, flashing uh, uh, <clears throat> the mommy parts and huh? b- above and below, yeah. The, b- both front naughties, or oh. all three of them, depending on how you count. Uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep, No Mess Meals. 
Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Meet your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Head to factormeals.com slash bobandtom50 and use code bobandtom50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code bobandtom50 at factormeals.com slash bobandtom50. To get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Nike, Wine.com, Samsung, Lenovo, Sephora, and more and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Hello, hello. Tom Griswold, unscheduled appearance. He's here. My vacation was cut a little short. So be, just be honest. You, you're, An idea for you for a vacation is being here with us, isn't it? I would rather be skiing, frankly. Not that you're not handsome and talented. Nice to be around, but... Uh, Why don't you just send the... Uh... The sick one's home. And you... Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Oh, I'm sorry. The voice of a single man. Um, Josh, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, the girl's caught some bug. It might be a norovirus. I'm not sure, but hmm. a lot of vomiting. <laughs> Who is this uh, Nora that keeps infecting everyone? That's what I want to know. Yeah, no kidding. Boy, Take it boy. easy there, Nora. Good Lord. Talk about typhoid mayor. Typhoid um, yeah. <laughs> got a couple letters here just to get uh, the, the, into the swing of things. Coming up, by the way, more presidential trivia in quiz form. Oh, uh, boy. Uh, Adam, kind enough to write. Adam was not president. <laughs> John Quincy uh, Adams. John Adams, John Quincy We have Adams. not had a president of first name Adam. Huh. Hmm. And oh. I, I, I'm saying we won't ever have one. Really? Write that down. Really? <laughs> how do we win that bet? Oh, I don't know. Could Gosh. be a while. No. I, I just said it, and I, I really don't care. So. Okay. <laughs> there won't be one next year, odds are. Just guessing. Uh, how about this? Uh, he's Adam writes him. Uh, I feel like I'm raising the next Josh Arnold. How so? My family and I were at the local mall over the weekend. This can't be complimentary. We, no. We walked by a store named Tilly's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody heard of Tilly's? T i l l y apostrophe s. My eight year old son Connor looked up and said, "What if they replace the L's with D's?" <laughs> <laughs> And it would be titties. See, smart kid. 
are you having a good time? <laughs> Thank you, Adam from Hubbard, Ohio. All right, you're raising a good raising a good kid over there. Adam. My old mother came from there. Huh? From Hubbard. My old mother came from there. Oh, oh. old mother Hubbard. Yeah. Yeah. For a second, I thought. <laughs> God, that's two. Very good. That's oh, Ace. Two. Okay, Ace. Ace keeping track, John. Okay, keeping track of. I, I, I don't know what he's. I don't know what he's trying to infer. I have no idea what I think he's doing. But now, uh, coming up, we have more presidential trivia and uh, more presidential information because this is President's Day. Stock market's closed. Daytona 500 uh, rained out. Rained out. Two inches of rain down there. Uh, forecast. I'm looking at it right now. Looks like it's gonna. Uh, Light rain till about ten. Couldn't they have done it and just driven slower, more carefully? <laughs> now, some certain racing types can do that. But, uh, <laughs> All right, the Great American Race is what it is. There they go. Not the Great American Sightseeing Tour. <laughs> They're all going thirty-five. <laughs> well, that, that actually happened once. Uh, never mind. Uh, what else is going on in sports? Uh, well, we had the NBA All-Star Game over the weekend, and uh, not since Michael Jordan won the uh, slam dunk contest and the MVP in the game has this happened. Uh, Dame Lillard was the MVP of the All-Star Game, and he won the three-point shooting contest on Saturday. But that's not the big story. The big story is here's your final from last night's game. The East, 211. The West, 186. That's right. That's your final. First time the NBA All-Star Game has broken the 200-point uh, uh, mark by one team. Uh, let's see. It was uh, 80, 89 to 104 at half. <laughs> uh, the high score, let's see, Carl Anthony Towns. They call him the big cat. Uh, he had 50 last night. Dame Lillard had 39. And uh, a lot of people are upset about the uh, All-Star Game. Uh, not only in the NBA, but also in professional football, that uh, I don't know what they want. Competitive, um, actual, actually, an interesting game. Uh, it's it's a it's a exhibition it's, game. It's that, fun. That's what I like it for. I like to see Steph Curry laughing with yeah. Nikola Jokic on the court. Or whatever. Yeah. That's what people tune in for. I could care less if, well, no. they're really not uh, running that pick and roll very well. <laughs> Yeah, no. I don't know about that. What the it's hell's that going on? It's supposed to be fun. It's yeah. a fun you thing. And they're yeah. not a, they're not a team. They're they're no. no. They're I mean, they don't practice together. And, and some guy his opinion, well, I'm sick and tired of trying to watch these games where everyone's concerned about injuries. Well, it's well, well of course they are. Well, I I ruptured my kneecap <laughs> yeah. during the All Star game. <laughs> of course not. Uh, yeah, no. So get used. Baseball's to it. the only ones who can really get away with actually having somewhat of a competitive game, and well, even that's, that's more fun just for sure. what, as you said, is watching. That, uh, does that buddies? still count? What? Yeah, wasn't, it wasn't does. There a, the, yeah, yeah, the, the winning team gets the home field in the World Series or something like that. Yeah, uh, that seems... Anything uh, for the winner of the NBA game? <clears throat> um, I don't think so. Nothing? Okay. You, mm. But you want to see a competitive game of some guy, you know, Jack Tatum's one of the other guys. I just like that... Uh, <laughs> I don't think this is the first year they've, they've done it, but uh, they were west and east again instead of Team LeBron and Team... Uh. Uh, uh, Boogie Hines or whoever mm. the, the, the star is or whatever. <laughs> Boogie I, had a great year. I uh, I surprised they're not Team Nike. And, well, there's that. Yeah, I, uh, that'll be soon. The money angle, huh? Mm. Aren't well, the refs going to be sponsored soon? Is that did I hear that in the NBA or the NFL or something? Like they'll have start? logos. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Why not? 
Somebody's got to oh. keep them in line. I heard that <laughs> over the weekend. It's, it's the lens crafters. <laughs> yeah, foot, foot lockers right there, aren't they? That's, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. They, they've already got it. Yeah. yeah. Lens crafter. Here it comes. It, it's <laughs> the referees are blind. They did it oh. at the All-Star game, actually. They had patches for em, uh, Emeritus Airlines. Is that it? Emeritus Airlines patch? Yeah, over the NBA logo. I'm nowhere near August to fly Emeritus Airlines. No, yeah. I, I know what that's... Not. Emirates? It's Emirates. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, Emirates, oh sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It doesn't Emeritus mean that you're like retired. Yes. Yeah, I was like, what kind <laughs> well, of... Well, retired Emeritus Airlines, the pilots, <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> oh, we'll get you there. Oh, yeah, you got a bottle our, of champagne. Our, our, our pilot has an oxygen tank and, and, very, and very thick glasses. They said they're going to continue <laughs> to wear the patches when the NBA season resumes a few days later. Sneak it right in. Yeah. Yep. No, I'll tell you what, you were, you were going to bet that we're not going to have a president named Adam. I'll bet that the All-Star Games teams are sponsored within five years. What do you mean? Hmm. I think their players sp- already have sponsors on their patches. Uh, no, their patches I mean, on their the uniforms. teams will be whatever. So it will be Team Doritos versus right. Team... Well, I'll, uh, one, the three-point shooting kind of was ruffles or something, because I mm. kept uh, thinking, oh, I need a ruffle. And I couldn't decide why I was thinking that. Well, it's <laughs> of course. That, that <laughs> busy TV. Ad- advertising works. You yeah, a ruffle. Mm-hmm. Boy, they really do hold the dip, don't Boy, they? Boy, they do. Yeah, they, they are ex- perfect. Oh, the, that lays, the they make shit. a nice product. They sure. ruffles. Good, good work. Did, did they abandon the ruffles have ridges uh, advertising? No, they, I, uh, they don't, I know they don't use it anymore, but ruffles I think abandoned ridges. Oh, I love that. Harsh. They're very tasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you're making me hungry. Good crunch to them. Um, oh yeah, good, salty. Good work, Ruffles. You know Tom salts his potato chips. He uh, he yeah. denies it, but no, uh, do whatever you got to do. I've seen him do it. Enjoy yourself. Uh, now I use a no salt product. Uh, mm. <laughs> I'm sure you I do. Think instead of uh, sodium chloride, I believe it's nitro chloride or something. <laughs> it's very healthy. Eh, what do you want? Yeah. Let's see. Heart disease or cancer? You choose. Speaking. <laughs> 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 it's, a, it's all up for grabs, oh, people. No, okay. We're doing good. Uh, LeBron James says he still wants to participate in the Paris Olympics this summer. What do you think of that? It's cool. He might... Uh... Basketball or is he going to do the breakdance? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be breaking. How about that? Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> he's worried about his left ankle, though, but uh, he says he'd love to go. Well, we all are. Right? Go to who, who isn't? <laughs> That'd be cool. Act accordingly. Your left knee, your right knee, your weenie. And I'm the only one that thinks that those... The medals are super cool because they're going to have part of the Eiffel Tower. Yes, and you need yeah, to shut the. <laughs> you need Whoa! to shut up about it. <laughs> it's, it's it's artistic. And we're not even we're not even close to the Olympics. I'm already tired of hearing about. There's a piece of the Eiffel Tower here. Uh, and have you seen the, Have you seen there's a bar relief of uh, of, of an athlete lighting the Olympic torch with a cigarette? Isn't that lovely? <laughs> a gal- <laughs> <there>. Galois. <laughs> Is that the one? I forget it. I thought the odor lines they put what in were a little that, harsh. What what is that song that that uh, the ugliest woman in the world sang on uh, Mad Men? Uh, that was Don Draper's the French uh, song. Zuby 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 Zuby. Yeah, with her and her teeth. Man, lovely young lady. Very attractive. Oh, no, apple wasn't. through a picket fence. You never know what gets to Very you. pretty. Oh yeah. yeah. Somebody like teeth. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> hey Matthew Weiner, you got a teeth fetish? Yeah, huh? I know you do. Okay, now a time how, for a how quick... Can we, why can't we have Zuby Zuby Zoo as the uh, the theme for our, our Olympics updates this year? That's a good idea. Thank you, Pat. No, like no, it's song. not. There's a copyright issue. Never oh, son of a bitch. How about that one? That's got to be a domain. Yeah, that one we can probably issue. get. That's a domain, baby. Yep. <laughs> We're still on YouTube, baby. And we'll have the old Mickey Mouse as our, as our logo. <laughs> yes. Singing that song Steamboat for the Paris Willie. Olympics. Steamboat Willie.
Don't you ever wonder what the lyrics of that mean? Alouette? We yeah. learned it in elementary school. Doesn't mean like I've got a big hat? Something like that. So like my chapeau. Jante Plumeré is like, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Plumage and a hat. Funny if it was something really filthy. I thought it was a <laughs> French teachers. French teachers had no idea. What do you mean? I thought it was a rooster. Uh, it's, really it's, 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 it's the Louis Louis of. <laughs> I believe it's an old French trapper song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, it's time to break away from sports uh, for just a moment here. Um, and we have. Uh, time now for Great Moments in Presidential History. As school children, we were all told interesting facts about George Washington's wooden teeth, Abe Lincoln's log cabin, and JFK's heroic efforts in the war. But here are some facts that aren't taught in school today. Did you know Calvin Coolidge arrived at his inauguration in a translucent egg carried on the shoulders of four shirtless dancing Secret Service agents? I did not know that. And after leaving office, Gerald Ford spent three years following the Grateful Dead on tour. <laughs> to this day, many deadheads claim that he manufactured some of the best blotter acid of the 78 summer tour. Did you know that Franklin Pierce once killed a carny with a corndog stick? <laughs> or wow. that Andrew Jackson was named Old Hickory because of his prosthetic wooden penis? <laughs> this has been Great oh. Moments in Presidential History. There you go. All the wet is a lark. I will pluck a feather from your head. I thought it was a lark or a rooster. It's or a lark. A hen or it a cock a, or something. Lark, gentle lark, lark, I will pluck your feathers. I will pluck a feather from your head and your head, lark. Ah, oh, and that's I will, the English uh, I will so pluck not, your feathers well, just, so hard. <laughs> that's animal abuse. I thought there was a guy named Johnny Alouetta. No, it's uh, Alouette. Jante is a hello Jante, there. Jante. And, and Jante, that's what Jante. Marty Allen screams in Paris. Hello there. Jante. <laughs> it's the same thing. Jante is gentle. Hello there. Oh, I was very okay, close. Okay, very yeah, good. you were. Okay, well, cool. Well, that's very nice. We'll look forward to the Paris Olympics. That'd be cool if LeBron played. One of the greatest athletes ever. That'd be great. He's very tall. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, among, he's a large Among man. many other yeah, things. Big hands. Yeah. Often bearded. Uh-huh. Often, yeah. Sweaty. <laughs> yeah, he'll get sweaty. From Akron. Akron. ASVM. Akron, St. Vincent, St. Mary. I wonder what the first Olympian with a beard was. Oh, that's easy. Zeus. Zeus. Jesse uh, Jesse Owens had a beard right up until he ran. Oh, really? He shaved. Uh, <laughs> that's why he was so fast. Okay. That's right. Now, if LeBron, I, I, in the, I mean, the contemporary era, if you will. Yes. If LeBron does play in the Olympics, will he play for America or China? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> have they said? They, has he said yet? He has not uh, declared yet. <laughs> okay. All right. And yesterday, Tom, guess what? Yesterday uh, was. Uh, you're very. You're going to be real mad. This is the only reason I'm doing it. Yesterday was Juice Newton's birthday. <laughs> yes, sir. How did find that out? Somebody sent me an email and I'll be forever grateful. Her singing doesn't get hard on me. What are you talking about? Oh. Is this the is this Joker is this the worst most popular song no. ever? No. no. No, not even close. No, saying. not even close. I th- I I gotta go top five. <laughs> no. It was it was everywhere, and this is the song. It's awful, but it's not the worst. Man, I hope Queen of Hearts comes on. There it is. <laughs> it brings me legitimate joy. 
very perky, song. perky little song. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. It's pretty perky. You both are a are nice not lesson. Well. The Joker ain't the only fool. No. Just and this almost radio. as equally uh, <laughs> successful. Hard on. Okay, there you go. They said hard on. It's almost Ugh. the same song. <laughs> no, my, it is. my New Year's resolution is not to um, uh, to understand why other people like things I hate. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yes. It's, well, it's okay uh, if you like that. I wish you. I wish <laughs> you, you well. You have my permission. You're a lesser person, but you have my permission. <laughs> and we played. <laughs> and Friday when you were really gone, feel. we laughed real hard and played this a lot. Ick, divine pussing. Your son couldn't believe it. Your son could not believe it. Mortified. Had not heard it yet. And here it is. Ick, divine pussing. <laughs> I think there was context for that. What was the story again? Uh, 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 yeah. Somebody, um, I forget. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Well, I played this for him, too. Take me like a dog, Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, okay. That was a big, uh, you big hit as okay, well. Okay, uh, well, what's coming up in sports? Uh, we got world records coming up in sports. Um, the Daytona 500 is supposed to... Uh, Supposed to take off later this afternoon. We have our fingers crossed. Do we have? A, I think we have a presidential world record, actually. Really? Yeah. Discus is a uh, shot put. What is it? Do we know? Discus. Discus. <laughs> yeah, which which president threw the, the discus the farthest? Hmm. That'd be that'd be a fair question. Uh, be a great question. I'm not sure. Who, who's the best athlete of a president? Well, probably I'm, Gerald Ford. It's got to be Gerald Ford. Obama can shoot. He's got he can shoot the three. He does have game. Yes, uh, but uh, hard to say. Hard to say. Uh, uh, but that's all coming up right now. On, on a serious note, uh, Popeyes has finally uh, said to the rest of the world, "Okay, you've been waiting for a long time, and now we're ready because we have perfected." The wings. Tell me more, Josh. I'd love to. That's right. You may have seen the commercial during the big game. Well, these new Popeye's wings come in five crispy, juicy flavors, Chickster. That's right. You got signature hot, sweet and spicy, ghost pepper, honey barbecue, roasted garlic parmesan, and you know, chicken wings and football go hand in hand. But football ain't the only viewing opportunity where wings are appropriate. You've also got basketball games, tennis, baseball, pickleball, wall ball, high, lie, uh, your cousin's bar mitzvah. Popeye's chicken wings are perfect. <laughs> You're absolutely right. That's right. Popeye's wings, great uh, to go with any occasion. Uh, the, you, you get them to go, rather. Yes. And then you bring them to the occasion. Right. That's the they point I'm trying it. to make. You they see, go Christy. with any occasion. You understood what yes, I was doing. Yes, I understood. Even at your cousin's cornhole <laughs> tournament. <laughs> or movie night that turns into let's spend an hour and a half deciding on a movie. And then I'll touch you here. And then we'll have chicken wings from Papa. And you mean you're wiping sauce off of her cheek. That's exactly right. How romantic. The point is, people love wings, Tom. Order them from Popeye's for your upcoming whatever the heck you have going on. And there is talk of us getting chicken wings here in the studio for a live eating during the show. Sampler during the show. And uh, Ace has never had chicken How about this? How about an Ace Cosby joke of the day where he has to eat a wing between the setup and the punchline? I like it. Mm. They'll be slurping. Just there po- will be possibly slurping. this is off the air conversation. I think we've got enough trouble in that area <laughs> without him having a wing. So let's just let's just uh, do, do do something else. Well, Popeye's wings are the best, and they're new, and they're great, and we're going to be eating them on the show. Yes, we are. Ah, 
Well, thank you very much. Wiping them off our face. Um, uh, coming up, we have a fascinating uh, presidential trivia and a uh, perhaps a special guest. I know we're going to get comedian Greg Warren on the blower, as they used to say. That's right. And uh, Reno Collier and uh, some presidential stuff on this President's Day. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Reach us toll-free at 1-888-BOB-TOM-1 or at bobandtom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. <laughs> Tom's over there apparently yeah. uh, hit his head skiing. And it's uh, not a stroke. Not 100% and, and, and every now and then having a stroke. So... We're in for an interesting morning. I'm fine. Feeling good. Did not fall. Did not hit my head. Oh, well, good. that's good. Didn't fall off a chairlift. Didn't get chased by a bear. You weren't there long or... enough. <laughs> that's true. I wasn't there long enough to get chased by a bear. How many runs did you get? Uh, Three? I got a handbag. I think, I think someone's heckling you about your skiing trip. I am heckling. I'm sorry. It was very rude of me. Skied all day up Friday. Good. Saturday, the girls were too sick, so we're going home. Aww. So, uh, but we had a beautiful day. This Good, uh, great, great snow. I highly recommend. You were uh, throwing out uh, presidential uh, trivia facts earlier because today is the worst holiday in the history of the world, no, President's it's Day. It's a great holiday. It's a. It's. What's worse than President's Day? Nothing. Arbor Day. Maybe. I mean, I like a tree. <laughs> Why can't we celebrate trees every day? I do. Well, Thank you, Josh. I think President's Day is a celebration of democracy. And here's an email. Okay. Right. Has the U.S. ever had a president named Stephen? As you might guess, according to this writer, this is a trick question. The answer is yes. Grover Cleveland's actual first name was Stephen. Oh. See? I did not check that. I, I hope he was lying or, or wrong or both. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, let me leave a little quiz here. So your name's Steve and you go with Grover. Yeah, Interesting. Maybe. Same as the Muppet on Sesame Street. Yeah. That's the source of his name. Stephen. That is of Grover. Oh, it's the source of Grover the Puppet's name? Yes. Okay, yeah, it couldn't be the other way. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. Grover the Puppet. A few of our presidents were named after children's cartoon puppets. Uh, okay, Christy Lee, wait, this is yes. for you. Oh, this. I'm terrible at president's trivia. Uh, okay, then I'll let Ace try this one. Uh, Ace, mm -hmm. James A. Garfield, of course. Uh, named after a cat. <laughs> he didn't like Mondays. Hated <laughs> um, How about a lasagna? <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that also where... Didn't Garfield the cat get his name from? I don't James? know. Do you remember what the A stood for? I do not. It could have been Nixon the cat. James Alexander Garfield. No, it's Arthur. No, Arthur? I know because he won't ever shut up about it. And Aloysius. I'm, su I'm surprised he's saying James Aaron. A. Garfield. Mm. He says James. James Abram Garfield. Abram. Every time he Abram. says, I like Abram. 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 Which, yeah. That's not a name. Abram? Is that a name? It's yeah, missing some letters. Yeah, it's Abraham, isn't it? Yes, no, it's Abram. That's a, that's yeah, a mess Abram. up at Somebody... uh, Ellis Island. His name was Abraham. <laughs> I think that, um, and I frankly doubt if it was at Ellis Island, but the, I think that uh, <laughs> uh, the flexibility in spelling of names now is nobody can't. You can't have be president if you're from Ellis. Never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just too smart for the room. You are. It's 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 how, Thank, which you know, uh, which which uh, president had a dog named after his wife? Which president had a dog named after his wife? Um, I don't know. Lyndon Lyndon Baines Johnson had a purebred Georgia bloodhound, and he named her Ladybird. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, that's not exactly a compliment. No, it's not. Isn't Ladybird the name of the dog in King of the Hill? And it's a bloodhound. Is Something it? Something like that. Yeah, there is. There's be. some cartoon. 
but I didn't know Lyndon did it. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, how about Absolutely. this one? Grover Cleveland was the first and only president to actually have his marriage ceremony in the White House. Oh, interesting. That is interesting. Now, several... Was it a shotgun wedding type thing? I'm not sure. He got somebody pregnant? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, this is a good one. Benjamin Harrison would not touch light switches because he was concerned that he would be electrocuted. Well... That, that probably that in that, the all, that, all that, <laughs> that probably made a lot of sense. Right, the bathtub and you die. Yeah, <laughs> either that or it's of the devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, William McKinley was the first president to have mass-produced campaign buttons. Hmm. And now this is an easy one. I'll give this to you, Christy. All Which right. president was shot giving a speech but finished the speech? I don't know. The toughest president. What do you think of when you think tough? Tough. Outdoorsman. Or rough, if you will. Yeah, there you go. Rough there and good hint. Rough and ready. Uh, Theodore Roosevelt. Okay. <laughs> John F. Kennedy, not able to do that. No, no, no. And he wasn't even giving a speech. He was just sitting in the I back mean, of a car. <laughs> Four score and... Ouch. Well, in Kennedy's defense, he did finish... The ride. It, it had a different. There are many reasons I'm glad that we weren't on the air November 23rd, 1963, because uh. <laughs> that'd be a long time to be in this room. Yeah. Okay. Um. What president married his fifth cousin once removed? Well, I mean that's barely even. Well, it's that's still barely uh, even a relative. You may be shocked to know this. It is Joe Biden. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Uh, Just starting rumors. A uh, Franklin Roosevelt. Yeah. You know what the D stood for? Delano. 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 Very good. Franklin Roosevelt and his wife Eleanor were fifth cousins once oh. removed. Whatever that means. Well, they never had rough. sex, so it's okay. How about that, Eleanor <laughs> Roosevelt? Huh? Yeah. Oh, boy, top five. What a hitter. Top five most attractive. <laughs> she he was a hand, handsome woman in her he day. He was doing her a favor. Well, the cool thing was she didn't <laughs> have to get walk by the dentist, huh? Jeez. After, after they got after they got uh, after they got <laughs> married, she didn't have to get a new driver's license. No. No. Cause, cause, yeah, because her name was already Roosevelt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, we got it. Very convenient. <laughs> she would have been Eleanor Roosevelt. Roosevelt. I think she legally she it. was. Yeah. yeah. Chick said she never even walked by a dentist. Uh, again. Come on. <laughs> uh, what does the S stand for? Ace and Harry S. Truman. I do not know. It doesn't stand for anything, right? Correct. Yes, nothing. Um, what? His, Wasn't yeah, there his, a rumor that it was like Stalin or something? <laughs> his, his parents gave him the middle initial S as a tribute to his relatives whose names all started with an S. That's it, though. No, uh, that was kind of cool. I'm um, with that. All right. It's not and, the worst middle name for a president. No. <laughs> Hussein has to be up there. Yeah. That's Whoops. <laughs> Sirhan. <laughs> That'd be rough. Uh, this is interesting. Uh huh. Um, which president? funded his first political campaign with money he made playing poker in the Navy. Hmm. Which president was in the Navy? So does this... A lot of them. Oh. Is this Kennedy in the Navy? No. Kennedy was in the Navy, yes. Uh, that's that's what the book says, anyway. PT-109. Yep. Uh, no, the answer is Richard Nixon. Ah. And he and, Ken- and he and Kennedy were pretty good friends. Nixon played poker. Nixon, yeah, Nixon was ex- huh. was a very bright man, you, in spite of whatever you might think of him. Well, sure, but I... Very I, smart guy. Poker's I, interesting, though. Yeah, I would think that you would like Richard Nixon. 
of all the presidents, I think you would be a part of his cabinet. I don't You're think a, so, but a I'm... wormy little <laughs> you and John Dean sitting around <laughs> talking about. <laughs> How can we screw him? You got the idea. Use your imagination like Griswold. He's got the idea. Which president prior to becoming president was featured on the cover of Cosmopolitan magazine while in his 20s? It's a tough one. Well, that's got to be Wait. Kennedy. Nope. It's not Kennedy? No. Hmm. Obama? Hmm. Nope. Clinton? Nope. Gerald Ford hmm. was a model. Sure he was. What? A photographic model when he was in his 20s. He was in the cover of Cosmopolitan magazine in 1942. Gerald Ford was a model. A fine model. <laughs> I got to look that up. Have you ever noticed how much better people look are looking today? They were so ugly. What? In the 40s. Just a... Uh, there was some, Gerald Ford was a model in the 40s. That was, was from a, a sea of ugly man. people. No, he wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. You, you oh, know, my gosh. You look at Turner Classic. Sometimes you turn that on. You're like, these people were hot. I don't... And then I, I, but, but, yes. No, Rosemary Clooney. That's it. <laughs> okay, well, Begins we, and ends with Rosemary. More, more presidential trivia coming up on Everybody this President's else. Day. And uh, did you find yeah. Gerald Ford? How He's in it? his little navy suit whatever uniform that's a drawing i i'm just telling you (laughs) (laughs) okay we're coming right back this is the bob and tom show (laughs) add to or continue the conversation check out the bob and tom show on facebook get the link at bobandtom.com this is the bob and tom show Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen out there hey welcome back to the bob and tom show christy lee at the news desk Hello. pat godwin in the performance room hey chick hey man how about a song out of pat this yeah year? how about that tom you have a presidential song i think i only have the one that's mom's little secret about jfk oh, oh that's a good yeah. one we have a jfk story coming up there's josh arnold hello ace cosby's here hey. uh, i'm chick mcgee and tom is unexpectedly back yeah i had to cut my vacation a little short but uh do you want to do your jfk story to set this up what is it again yes john f kennedy's harvard sweater was sold for more than eighty-five thousand dollars, according to the boston-based rr auction company the sweater is made of crimson wool and has a large block letter h knitted in the left side a small label sewn into the corner into the collar rather reads kennedy 
Bobby Livingston, executive VP at RR Auction, reported it's a magnificent personal piece representing Kennedy's beloved university. The sweater had been given to Herman Lang, a cameraman who interviewed Jackie Kennedy in May of 1964. Yeah, I don't have any money for a tip. Uh, why don't we give him a sweater? <laughs> there you go. Shut your mouth. Is that Jackie? I don't That's know who Jackie? that is, to be quite honest. Jackie gave him the sweater. In May of 64. Oh, so she slept with this guy, right? Well, we don't know. Okay. No, I think it's interesting. He was offered the sweater because no, of the... No, he was filming an interview with and, her. And it was cold, and Mrs. Kennedy slept together. just told and him to keep a, it. Mm-hmm. Now, would you rather have mm-hmm. that sweater or one from Jackie O? Me? Yeah. I'd rather have one from Jackie O. She had nice clothes. That was my favorite breakfast cereal as a kid. Jackie, Jackie O's? O's? Jackie O's in the pink box. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what okay. did you say on Friday that you said I miss Tom? He would have laughed at that. Remember that? I do. What uh, the the it was. Uh, You'll remember it. Okay. Yeah. What was it? It I was, don't it was a, some that. awful pun. Uh, it sure. was something like <laughs> Jackie O's in the pink box. I think. <laughs> right, right. Something like. I wish you had that pillbox hat. That was I a, needed you. What a what a dumb look that was. <laughs> what kind of what, what kind of. What kind of? What you wanted to wear a backwards ball cap? What do you want to? I mean, what about nurses' caps? The same kind of thing, right? Really Back bad. in the day, they don't. Oh, yeah. really... Old Flo Nightingale. They're inside. Yeah. What about nuns with the, the big wings? Inside it's, makes it even more stupid to wear a hat. No, she's outside wearing a hat that gives you no sun protection. It was fashion. Obviously, it was fashion, Tom. Well, fashion can be dumb. I give you. Oh, it can. Today's well, world of haircuts. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Hitler, you. <laughs> okay. All I, right. I wonder Pat, if, you have a song? Well, no, wait, just a second. Now, oh. the, 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 what's interesting about this is this was a sweater that John F. Kennedy had worn. How much yes. did it go for, did you say? $85,266, to be precise. That's crazy. Can you imagine how much DNA is on that sweater? Not not Kennedy's. I'm just, you know, oh. <laughs> saying that. Man has to wipe his hands off. Uh, so it is Kennedy's. <laughs> no, no, he was doing some prep work. <laughs> My I see, gosh. And now uh, you're, you have a song about JFK? Here's a song about my mom's involvement in uh, the government back in the early 60s. She raised me right, made me apple pie. When I went off to camp, there was a tear in her eye. I thought I knew my mother well, but I don't know her at all. Her little secret is out today It took all this time for her to say Mom went all the way with JFK It was many, many years ago He had a bad back so they took it slow Mom went all the way with JFK all the way with JFK She was just 18 On an internship With no typing skills And bad penmanship She took his dictation While he was on the phone She said He asked not what your country can do But he asked me And now there's you Mom went all the way At least it wasn't LBJ Mom went all the way With JFK And Uncle Bobby later that same day Half of the CIA 
Some say MLK <laughs> All the way with JF All the way with JFK <laughs> wow. well, She had enjoyed herself it sounds like Sounds yeah. like it You ever played that one for your mom? Oh yeah What'd she think? Oh, she got a kick out of she it. She cries wistfully. Yeah. <laughs> a tear in her eye. You don't really look much like him, though. <laughs> That's, I like that song, Pat. Thank you very much. As we continue our presidential uh, tributes today, I understand we're going to have a special guest uh, contributor coming up on this topic. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. Uh, what president? Uh, uh, Josh Arnold. Yes, sir. Which president loved wearing uh, colorful, fancy socks? Uh, that would be George H.W. Bush. Uh, that's correct. The older George Bush was a sock guy, he used to call himself. I'm a sock guy. What, uh, Any, anything? I'm not even close. What, uh, what uh, president was the head cheerleader at his high school? Was that... Uh, head cheerleader head at his cheerleader high school. Head cheerleader at his high school. Uh, Bush... Uh, the young junior. Bush? The elder... Uh, the younger... Uh, yeah, Bush, yeah, Mr. Bush. Yeah, Mr. Bush. What president collects comic books... Hmm. Which one? Obama. Correct. <laughs> he does. Yes, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now this is I, this is one I love. Which president filed a, an official UFO sighting prior to being president, but uh, only a couple years prior? Was it uh, Ford? No. Eisenhower. Nope. Who um, flies? Do we have any? Al Haig. Well, Al Mr. Haig was not president, although, <laughs> although he declared himself in charge at one point. I know Jimmy Carter. Carter. Oh. Carter filed a. He just hit a year of being in hospice. Ah, it's sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. By, by many considered to be the greatest, had the greatest career as an ex-president. Did some good work. Yeah, Consi- he did. Considered by many to be a great humanitarian. So certainly. Uh, um, but yeah, it's kind of rough. He's been there. Um, this is a super easy one. Christy, since you're doing so well. Oh, God. <laughs> um, the president that had the um, 720 bags per month of what delivered to the White House? <laughs> Which uh, president and what were they? Uh, Seven, China, China White? Was it China White? <laughs> 720 <laughs> bags. Yeah. Yes, he was rocking the skag. Yes, mm-hmm. no. Uh-uh. Oh, I can't 720 imagine. bags a month? Your president, uh, you're going to need yeah, a little I'll give relief. You, I'll give you a hint. Uh, the president was Ronald Reagan. Oh, uh, yeah. Jelly, 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 jelly beans. beans. Oh. Yeah. Old Dutch likes his jelly beans, didn't yeah. he? I am not. Did he have a, a favorite flavor? I am not a fan. Probably. I don't I don't have that here, but oh. not a jelly bean fan. Sorry. Uh, Isn't there a game you play with a jelly bean, like Russian roulette or yeah, something? Yeah, because they have some nasty oh, yeah. flavors. Oh, yes. Yeah, right. We did that in here once. Uh, bean boozled. Ugh. Right. Oh, yeah. that's right. And like every... 20th one is turd flavored. It's real yeah. gross. Yeah, okay. All right. They're pretty accurate. Yeah. I remember we had those. Frighteningly uh, accurate. <laughs> this is interesting. Um, which president was the first one to have a phone at the White House? Ford. You mean like a cell phone? <laughs> Thank you, Pat. Why don't you. Now the other presidents want a phone in the house, okay? They, didn't, uh, they don't like them. <laughs> it, uh, Rutherford B. Hayes. Oh, B. Hayes. And oh. his, he, they, he was issued the phone number one. 
which he would, of course, find was the loneliest number. <laughs> and then that would later on be turned into a, one. a fine song. Is the one thing, is that part true, though? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, so somebody else could pick up their phone, hit one, and you would get the White House? <laughs> Hello? Uh, uh, <laughs> I think the key there is no one else had a phone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, now, um, we uh, have a, 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 some more sports coming up, am I correct? You are correct, sir. And uh, Juice Newton trivia. Mm. What well, was her birthday? It was yesterday. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, but there's something else she's done. We so we didn't skip it. There's something else that she's done. A lot of other birthdays yesterday we didn't pick up on connection. Yeah, but they weren't Juice Newton. Yeah. She's a national treasure. She sure oh, is. God. Okay, right now, um, I want you to get cozy, digging into winter by now. Uh, it's, it's been rainy and cold and lots of different places. And in fact, too much of that. Uh, how about uh, uh, shaking things up a little bit and getting rid of those winter blahs when it comes to your food? That's where HelloFresh comes in. Maybe you're sick of the same restaurants. You're sick of your own cooking. How about uh, doing something that's A, easy, and B, uh, really helpful? I'm talking about uh, getting in tune with HelloFresh. How does it work? They do the grocery shopping, of course. And then they send you the boxes with chef-curated recipes. You pick them, more than 40 to pick each week, and this is less expensive than restaurant delivery by far. Choose the recipes you want, select a delivery date, and voila, there is the box. And uh, Christy Lee, what have you been working on from HelloFresh? Well, I love the just the title of this, Meatloaf a la Mom with potatoes and carrots and thyme gravy. That's right. It may not be your mom's meatloaf, but it's pretty darn close. It only takes about 40 minutes total, six easy steps. They're all on the card, and you have a beautiful home-cooked meal with the, all the comforts of mom. And the bulk of that time is while that baby's in the oven. So it's, yeah, a, it's quick. It's they have lots of really quick meals. And this is I love this one because it's classic comfort food. Some of the stuff, the title may scare you because it sounds so exotic, but that's the beauty of it because since they've done the measuring, they've got the pouches with the spices. Everything is ready to rock, so you're not going to be able to screw it up. You're going to become a great chef and have some fun. HelloFresh. And by the way, they've got a free breakfast for life with the code BTSHOWFREE. Check it out, HelloFresh.com slash BTSHOWFREE. That's one free breakfast item per box with an active subscription. Once again, the code BTSHOWFREE. HelloFresh.com slash BTSHOWFREE. That's HelloFresh.com slash BTSHOWFREE. Uh, coming up, I have the official word on the pronunciation of Bela Lugosi. Oh, my um, God. I bet you missed me. Um, and uh, lots of Son other, of a bitch. Lots of other exciting <laughs> things. Uh, and can we? Are you going to be able to think of the joke you made that, uh, that I would have enjoyed? Oh, I'll do my best. Okay, because I'm still sure looking forward to that. Uh, that, of course, and um, uh, Paul McCartney's bass. In the news. I am so excited. Oh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. <laughs> hey, welcome back to the Bob the and Tom MAC. Show. What? <laughs> Tom's here. Hello, Tom. Hey, how's it going? Oh, well, are you okay? Yeah, glad to be back. Okay, good. <laughs> I was going to be skiing today, but that's okay. Is today a uh, no school day? Yeah, oh, I think yes. so. Oh, yeah. For most? No school. Yeah. Stock market's closed. Banks closed. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, but uh, fun traffic. Some of the uh, some of the thoroughfares are only one way only. Oh, that's an interesting <laughs> thing that they do. No red lights. Day. <laughs> yeah, and in certain in certain counties, um, red lights mean green. It's it's, it's like backwards day. Um, here's something interesting. Uh, we were doing a, a kind of oddball presidential trivia. Did you know that um, uh, Harry Truman liked his. Uh, Sweet, sweet. Uh, pussy. <laughs> well, sometimes we say pudding. We try to get away. That's how we get away with it. 
What did I say? You, I mean, you just I said just it. nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, happy Monday. Harry, happy President's Day. Harry Truman liked his uh, liked his bourbon. Oh. He would do a, uh, a shot every morning, and uh, he would continue to drink it throughout the day. <laughs> wow. Was, okay. uh, throughout the day, According to this, he was partial to old granddad and wild turkey. Oh. How about that? So, uh That'd be it. I'm sure there's a book out there, presidential, presidential drinks. Oh yeah. Hmm. I know there's the uh, there's the great scene in the what is that in the movie The Last Detail with uh, Jack Nicholson. Oh, you know, I, I'm glad you you haven't lost your, your the things that you reference are still 60 years old. A brilliant movie. Uh, Randy Quaid, where he, he says... Um, so was the one where they goes, they send a rocket to the moon and it hits that thing in the eye, but we don't have to talk about it every day. <laughs> no, but he, he holds up a Heineken. Heineken, he was President Kennedy drink it. Great well, with lines like that. Yeah. How, no, it's, how could it not be I, a, a I, classic? The, the, uh, the topic is what did presidents drink? <laughs> God, why do I... Why do I <laughs> who, was the, who was the drunkest president? Was it Nixon? Um, well, the, at the end, they say that he was pretty bad, tipping it a little bit. But uh, Herbert Hoover invented his own sport. He did. That's what it says. To stay fit, Hoover and his personal physician invented their own sport. They called it Hoover Ball. Hmm. The game was a sort of cross between volleyball, tennis, and dodgeball, except much more terrifying because it was played with a medicine ball. Whoa! It kept everybody in shape. Hoover Ball, Tom. There you go. How didn't, about that? Didn't really catch on though. I had no idea. Maybe when the, the Hoovervilles popped up. <laughs> I have a list of every president and their favorite drink. Oh, cool. What do you got? Let's hear it. <laughs> what do you think Washington's favorite drink was? Uh, uh, hard, 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 hard cider. Dark porter. Yeah. Hey, porter. Real quick, I, I just one person should ask this. Uh, just because we can go over this list. Doesn't mean. Should we? No. <laughs> Did you say hard cider? Somebody Porter. Uh, uh, no, but hard cider was John Adams. I said oh. hard cider. Yeah. What is what is Porter? Sorry, I don't know. dark dark beer? Porter's like a but dark beer. Oh. Jefferson was a wine guy. <laughs> I want more. I don't want to take the kids outside. James Madison, a she's champagne because I've been in the garage for half an hour. <laughs> James a, Madison with champagne. Let's, let's go modern. All right. I got to go scroll through. Theodore let's, go, Roosevelt. let's go from real boring to kind of boring. Okay. Theodore, <laughs> Theodore Roosevelt had a prized possession that was a lock of Abraham Lincoln's hair. Who did? Teddy Roosevelt. Huh. Oh. How about that? Harry Truman was a bourbon guy. We just, yeah, we just talked about that. Eisenhower was scotch. <laughs> oh, jeez. Kennedy, Bloody Mary. What? Was his preferred drink. No, that was his secretary. <laughs> He didn't care. He got his red wings, didn't he? he got a towel. Yeah, Johnson was a whiskey scotch guy. Cuddy Sark even had his own brand. Cuddy Sark? Like, yeah. Nixon, expensive red wine, it says here. Oh. Not- <laughs> I don't want any of that cheap crap. I, I'm not drinking any Merlot. <laughs> Sparrow? I told you, Sparrow. This, this presidential. Any effing Merlot. This presidential trivia is for, for uh, what's your name? Pat Godwin. <laughs> Richard Nixon proposed to his wife the day they met. Oh, I'd heard that, yeah. Really? He was crazy about her. He courted her for years. He obsessively pursued Pat for two years until she finally said yes. Wow. And making this noise. <laughs> yeah, she, <laughs> said, she said no for two years. Remember what he called her? Uh, sweet. Buddy. Sweet. Oh, buddy, yeah, buddy, buddy, yeah, buddy, yeah, buddy, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. He called his wife Buddy? Yeah. 
Hey, buddy. That sounds and like it, a dog's name. You don't do that. <laughs> it, it says it, here that it this whole thing gets weirder. He spent so much time chasing Pat that in the interim, Nixon acted as her chauffeur, driving her on dates with other guys. Yes. Oh, my God. They actually show that in the movie, in uh, the Oliver Stone movie. No oh. kidding. Uh, yeah. He drives her on a date. Wow. Wow. That's got to be. Oof. Nixon's favorite snack was cottage cheese and ketchup. Oh, we talked about that one yeah. day. Yeah. Man. That's gross. That's Ford terrible. liked his martinis, apparently. Ah. Mm-hmm. I'll have tea martinis. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry's on one. Let's do this. <laughs> Jimmy Carter rarely drank, but when he did, it would be white wine, usually at functions in the White mm. House. Ronald oh. Reagan was a wine drinker. Oh, I thought he was, uh, Reagan, I heard, was a fan of vodka and Pedialyte. Actually, he did. <laughs> he developed a taste for California wines and the occasional Orange Blossom special huh. made with vodka, <laughs> uh, well, grenadine I... or sweet vermouth, and orange juice. Mm. Hmm. Uh, uh, Bob now, Hope introduced me to this. Uh, we have more presidential <laughs> trivia coming up. we got to return to the sports page. Have we missed anything over there? Uh, let's see. This is one of these. Stupid world record. <sighs> and I think, <laughs> is this more about where this record was set than what the record was? Because it says a Kenyan science teacher... Tom. Yeah. Well, no, it's a, it's a science teacher. They have broken the Guinness World Record for teaching the longest continuous, continuous science class. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. According to uh, reports, Ms. Rose Tata Wakisa taught for 62 hours, 33 minutes, and 34 seconds. Well, did you see the Tata Wakisa's on her record <laughs> How about that? How long was it? <laughs> Didn't I just say how I long I kind of spoke over it. I, yeah. I couldn't hear 62 Joshua. hours. Wow. I mean, that's amazing. Isn't that great? Yep. If you're, 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 you're one of those. Um, Miss Takiza, what was that? Is that I get it right? Uh, is well, that Tia Takiza? Is any of this going to be on the test? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great nap, doesn't it? <laughs> Sixty-two hours. Three, yeah. Three-day science. And this is uh, I don't. We don't have. Stupid world record. Almost. Now we're doing almost world records. Oh, these. All right. Yeah. An Australian teenager has earned her third Guinness World Record title after breaking the record for the most United States presidential portraits identified in 30 seconds. <laughs> All right. Isn't that great? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that something? Isn't that great? <laughs> I mean, can you do that? The pictures? Well, yeah. yeah. I'd be a little fuzzy on the early ones, but I don't think. 16-year-old Lara Noonan... That's, that, that's one every. That's one every second. And why, why doesn't Amer- an American have this record? Forty presidents to beat the previous record of twenty. I watched the video. It's amazing. <laughs> She's Calm got, down. She lives in Australia. She has plenty of time to remember. It's either that or go out and count snakes. <laughs> <laughs> We've got more venomous ducks are here. She would have done better, but for one of them, she just said, "Oh, the the, the fat guy that couldn't get in a bathtub," and then that, that that doesn't count. You got to get you got to get the name Taft in there. <laughs> Uh, now, how many Australian prime ministers can you name? Oh, not a one. I mean, literally <laughs> not, a not a one. I Same didn't even know that. I, I would have agreed if you'd said they have a king and a queen. <laughs> yeah. I, I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, technically, isn't Charles their king? I think so, yeah. Is he on their money? 
I, I, I think he might be. Do you have any Australian money? I don't have I, I have Australian. a I have a one hundred dollar bill and it's Paul Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe our friend who's listening in Australia can enlighten us. Yes. We need to be enlightened. That's for sure. We need help somewhere. Jason Kelsey has apologized for commandeering someone's luchador mask after the Super Bowl. You guys know what that is, the mask. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah Mexico, like a, Mexico, 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 wrestling. Yeah, wrestling yeah. mask. Kelsey has been seen partying in the yellow and red luchador mask following the Chiefs' Super Bowl victory of the 49ers. The mask belongs to a Dallas 8th grader named Elijah Smith who would like to have the good luck charm back. What, what the hell, Travis? <laughs> no, it's Jason. Jason. Oh, Jason. Jason. Yeah, the troublemaker. Jay, yeah. He's got time on his hands. They didn't get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Kelsey has since vowed to re- reunite Elijah with the mask. The 36-year-old wrote on social media, Elijah, your mask indeed brings great fortune. I owe you big time. Sorry it was commandeered. Operation Get Elijah His Mask Back is underway. Okay. I bet it'll make it worth his while. I think the kid handed it to him, and then he took uh, it. Just kind of kept it, I, yeah, at the time. Um, I want it back. I didn't mean for him to keep it. <laughs> well, he's a little kid. <laughs> I'm a little kid. <laughs> I'm just a little kid. I wish I grew up in Australia. They're going to have to. <laughs> I imagine that mask sort of. <laughs> Reeks of booze. It must. Yeah. yeah they've been at it. A competition Maybe dart. Maybe a Swifty or two. <laughs> oh. A competition. Hey, Dale, throw me some of your scraps. <laughs> a darts player accused his opponent of stinking up the playing area with a flatulence. Oh, you can't do that. This is darts, a Mr. gentleman's game. Mr. Darren Webster refused to shake hands with Dutchman Ron Muhlenkamp after losing 4-3 at the Modus Darts Super Series. Ah, Muhlenkamp. Webster later wrote on Facebook, when you play a guy who farts and stinks the stage out and does, denies it, then kicks you when you're playing the stall every throw because they are a, the S word. Oh. Good luck for the future, pal, but I'm not interested. <laughs> I think it's a fine defense. I mean, what other defense do you have in darts? You got to lay one down and then hit the road and let that guy deal with it. <laughs> the fog of war. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was bad. Did you see the video? I'm even the bullseyes tearing up. Oh boy, it was, that's a, it was, it's it's it, it talk about stench. <laughs> Evidently, he prepares for this. He has a pre-match meal of beans, pickled onions, and curry. Ugh. Uh, having my pre-match meal. Looking forward to the competition. <laughs> so it's not uh, just in the wrist. No, it's in the butt. I mean, chess players have their anal beads, right? Yeah. One guy. One okay. guy. One wow. guy. No vibrating anal. You think that's a that's rampant in the chess world? No. Well, still, it's a great story. I still want to know how he did it. I hope the guy writes a tell-all. <laughs> Maybe that, I, I imagine. I hope he's listening. Just send it to Tom. Learning because he had to learn Morse code effectively. I would think. And he did write a book, though. The chess guy who put in these anal beads? Yeah. Yeah. It's called Searching for Anal Fisher. <laughs> Pretty good. Not, Bob, not Bobby Fisher. Right, right. Fisher. Right. Anal Fisher. Nice, yeah. anal Fisher. Very good. I, that, that, that was a thinker <laughs> as opposed to, but a good one. I I certainly appreciate. Yeah, No, no. The, the, the guy was accused of having electric anal beads and someone would be signaling him what his next move should be. Amazing. I mean, could you, do you could someone, do you think, rectally convey to you you know pawn to rook seven or whatever the ball is. Well, couldn't you put put something in your sock and have it yeah, yeah why the your ass angles? why the ass angle do they pat people down as they're going in for a chess tournament yeah right boy they probably do now 
Um, well, now they may even well, do more. They have to be a cavity search. I mean, didn't they back in the in the in the old mafia movies? They would wire a guy, right? Sure. Yeah. Can they do that now, or would there be too much extraneous noise? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently. There's a lot of movement in that bowel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gurgling. Very, very, very noisy. So I'm sorry. So this guy saying in a dart tournament, the other guy just all the excessive flatulence made it impossible to focus and actually throw. Yeah, that's fair to me. Now, um, in all truth, the post. I'm look. There's a guy in a hazmat suit. I a joke. Oh, as a joke. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, that's uh, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. May I start? Ripping ass in here while we work? No. Why not? Please don't. This guy's name. One of you already does it. This guy's name, the Dutchman who is accused of all the flatulence. The farting Dutchman? His name is Ron Muhlenkamp. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's probably somehow related to John. John Muhlenkamp? I doubt it. John Cougar Muhlenkamp. They call they call the Dutchman Ron Cougar Muhlenkamp. He's the finest dart thrower. Wouldn't that be great if they did, though? <clears throat> Are you going to start watching darts, maybe, to hopefully catch this guy farting? I don't know. No, I'm not going to watch darts. Darts and farts. You don't have smell of vision anyway, okay, I would assume. Right, okay. uh, is that sports? <laughs> yes. Uh, A farting dart player, I think, in sports. <laughs> You'd call that bottom of the barrel, would yeah, you? Yeah. <laughs> More presidential trivia, including the turkey pardon, just for Tom. Uh, Here's okay. Christy. Hi. Speaking of the presidents, the Academy of Natural Sciences of Drexel University Axe. once showcased locks of hair once belonging to America's early presidents. Hair from George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, John Quincy Adams, and Andrew Jackson was on display. The specimens were collected by a Philadelphia attorney and were given to the museum after his death in 1860. Hmm. I saw a display of uh, presidential hair one time. Yeah. yeah. They were all part of one a particular a political slant. The Whig Party. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not laughing that loud at my own joke. Yes, you are. I was laughing, <laughs> anticipating Chick's reaction. I'm sorry, I apologize. Uh, you know, the Whig Party has an H in it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, Whig. I'm sorry. So this is a collection of presidential hair throughout the years. The early, early years. No, but yeah, but if they they had some of the more recent oh, presidents. Really? Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, there were some problems. One of the ones... Um, uh, Turned yeah. out to be one of Monica Lewinsky's pubes. <laughs> <laughs> they got off Clinton's still on that, still on that, huh? <laughs> well, so they only have the one; they don't have a lock <laughs> or a tress. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> would be the. I, I don't have the article in front of me. I did. I just read the other day that um, one of Lincoln's a, a lock of Lincoln's here went for eighty thousand dollars. What? Mm. Yeah, I mean that's kind of cool. I mean, was it matted? No. Oh, okay. uh, you know there, there actually was a thing. I don't it have it in front hair. of me. Either, but, I was no. There was one where there was a uh, his blood and hair were together in a in an envelope. Can you imagine purchasing? No. They say that yeah. They say that they got him from the Undertaker. Absolutely. Mm. Um, and no, then, thank you. Okay, here you go. Um, a lock of George Washington's hair was recently discovered in a long forgotten book. 
Um, My gun is quick by Mickey Spillane. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> I the jury. Oh, it was. How did U- they know it was Washington's? Um, it was at Un- Union College, um, and it was in some ancient book. And it, there was a thin envelope inside, and it said uh, there was a thing that said Washington's hair. Se- well, <laughs> several strands of gray hair tied together by a thread. Ah, so it could have been it Denzel been, Washington's yeah, hair. It could have been any. It could have been uh, Dinah Washington's hair. Washington Irving's hair. It could have been uh, anybody Washington, right? Yeah. <laughs> and if it was, could have been well. Freddie Boom Boom Washington. <laughs> boom 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 Boom. Some of the folks she was speculating on it would have had to have been one of his pubic hairs. I'm guessing. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll have some more presidential well. things. Thank you for acknowledging. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that Denzel had gray pubes, wow. but he's a man of a certain age. <laughs> of course he does. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> we're coming right back with more. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. Even though we're not too much to look at, you can also watch the show on our YouTube channel. When? Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Swimming right along here in uh, on uh, President's Day. Order which uh, president was the best swimmer. Do we have any uh, oh. any information and on that? Who, who did we say? <laughs> Truman, right? No. Who did we say would go swimming in the Potomac? Skinny dipping. Remember that one? Oh. Oh, who did that? I, I Oh, the... Adams. No. Yeah, John Quincy Adams. John Quincy Adams. Yeah, the big would... cue. The cue ball is what they called him. Yeah. yeah. He would uh, <laughs> go swimming every. Here's a really cool one. James Abram Garfield could write with both hands at the same time in Greek and Latin. No way. That's wild. No way. That's Circus feel. That's so a Latin one hand, Greek in the now, other. Now, speaking of presidents, we have a special guest joining us. Oh? It's uh, Ed from Ed Septic. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Ed. Hi, Ed. Hey, everybody. Oh, it's Ed from Ed Septic. You know me. I'm the plumber that'll bang your pipes, but never your wife. <laughs> I'm a huge presidential trivia fan. I don't know if you guys knew this no, about me. I did not you thought, know that. You thought Tom knew some facts. I know I, I know how to use the interweb. Uh-huh. I looked up some presidential facts. You guys want to hear them? Yeah. Uh, here's, here's a little known fact. During a brief separation from Dwight Eisenhower, Mammy uh, briefly <laughs> dated and got matching tattoos with Pete Davidson. <laughs> oh, wow. Mammy Eisenhower yeah, and Pete Davidson. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, Franklin <laughs> Pierce, he became uh, the first winner of RuPaul's Drag Race to be elected president. Oh, oh Franklin Pierce. Well-known uh, fact. Man. Handsome man. Uh, Martin Van Buren refused to travel because he was unable to poo anywhere except for the outhouse behind the Oval Office. Uh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, everybody knows yeah. that. Uh, every two weeks, Harry Truman used to cash his presidential paycheck at the local liquor store where he'd spend most of it on Slim Jim scratchers and pints of peppermint schnapps. <laughs> uh, William McKinley was the first president to ride in an automobile. He was also the uh, first man who created the bumper sticker, Ask Gas or Grass. No one rides for free. That's <laughs> right. Probably seen those on the back of the uh, septic mobiles. Uh, 
Grover Cleveland had his inauguration day prayed rerouted so that it would go past an old girlfriend's house. <laughs> That'll teach her. Oh, yeah. Uh, Benjamin Harrison, one of my favorite presidents, Benjamin Harrison was known as Benji Balls because of his grapefruit-sized testicles. Oh, did you guys know that? No, I did not know that. Benji Balls. Uh, one of the most musical presidents of all times was John Quincy Adams, who hmm. played the sitar. He explained that he first picked up the instrument because it's common knowledge that no one scores more tail than a man who can righteously shred a sitar. (laughs) Before becoming president, Gerald Ford auditioned to become the third Darren on Bewitched. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well known fact. Uh, the term dad bod was first used to describe Herbert Hoover in a speedo. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know they had him back then. And finally, uh, one final fact. Once a month, Jimmy Carter used to get into the cooking sherry, then head off to the train yard where he'd challenge grizzled hobos to breakdancing competitions. <laughs> Did you guys know that? No. Didn't know that. Well, I'm glad I could fill you all in. Yeah. Don't forget about me. I'm Ed Septic. I'm the plumber who gives a flood. Oh, have a good one. You too, Edward. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, that's, that's fantastic <laughs> yeah. information. I'm so glad to so glad to learn that. Do uh, you know what Calvin Coolidge's nickname was, Christy? Calvin Coolidge's nickname, Old Cal. No, Silent Cal. Oh, that was close. Not a talker. Um, <laughs> Not a talker. Herbert Hoover spoke Chinese to his wife. Wow. <laughs> Funny thing is, she was Japanese. Well, you know. knock that off, Hoover, Herbert. <laughs> knock it off. Okay, you'll know this one, Josh. Only president to have a PhD. Hmm. Oh, Dr. Uh, J. Dr. J. Dr. J. Dr. J. Yes, uh, the White House to fill it up. I don't know this. If Dr. J runs for president, I'm voting for him. Um, well, there's to it. Uh, that would be um, uh, uh, Woodrow Wilson. Hmm. Only president with a PhD. Okay, Dr. Wilson. Uh, Ulysses S. Grant was once given a ticket for riding his horse too fast? No. Wow. You know what he said, though? Glad mm. <laughs> glad he didn't take my breath away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is worth a worse, a speeding ticket or a DUI? A DUI. DUI? DUI. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's why I More ramifications yeah. than yeah, I would think, yeah. I see. <laughs> uh, now, uh, we, uh, we now turn to Christy Lee at the Bob and Tom News Desk. What have we missed? Uh, we're going to change the subject from presidents. Women in a Japanese coastal town take part in a tradition that involves lifting their skirts and flashing the ocean. Really? Sora News 24 reports that once a year, the women of Tosashimuzu climb the mountain path to the Usuba Iruga Shrine overlooking the ocean. <laughs> they then line up at the edge of the cliff face the sea, mm-hmm. and lift both the hems of both their kimono and lower body undergarments before calling out, give us a big catch of fish, and if you'll give us fish, we will show you everything. Whoa, how about that? According to noted Japanese historian huh? Noboru Miyata, the purpose is to stimulate the sea deities to move the waters in their favor. Well, isn't that nice? Yeah, it's, it, there's a photograph of them. It's from the back, but I mean, oh boy, they're lifting up. You know, yeah. Some. The ritual, known as Ryomoniki, is still carried out to this day, even as women have switched to more Western style attire. Okay. Um, yeah. Ryomoniki. So they're. It's kind of a um, offering to the fish gods. Hey, fish gods! You give us a, a plentiful catch, and you get to take a look at this. 
They play music when they do it. Really? Oh, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I'm surprised to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I I would have thought it would have been a more solemn occasion. I had no idea. No, they play this. That's not true. Uh, they play this. <laughs> Shake it, baby. She's mighty, mighty. Just letting it all hang out for the sea. Wow. Yeah. It's yeah. it's pretty funny. They do have some photographs of it. But yeah. Well, I'm sure. From it's all blurred out, you know. Yeah, of course. Japanese porn. Oh, sure. Yeah, you can't, uh, you can't <laughs> see the naughties. I can't tell this one if that's a fishing lure or just a very delicate piercing. <laughs> that's got to hurt. <laughs> That's interesting. Have you ever heard of that, Chris? What? <laughs> Piercing, you know. Yeah, I've heard of it, but okay. yikes. No, but these women, they no, literally, they're, they're lifting up, you see, they're lifting up their tops and their bottoms and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Them showing all it out. all to the fishing gods. Well, we'll have to see if it works. Wouldn't it be easier if you just wore like a robe and then you could just... <laughs> yeah. That seems this like a sounds lot of work. All, This all sounds very American to me. I don't know how... How this became a Japanese tradition? Maybe it was the Motley Crue that throws me. Oh, good. <laughs> it, it doesn't be. sound like anything. Uh, there are certain parts of America. Part of the world. If they did this, it might attract too many flies. Oh, Oh, dear God, there's a no piss strip. No pest strip. No, or no piss strip. No, you're right. No pissing and... Uh... No pest strip hanging between your legs. I can't decide if that's my favorite blunder of the morning or Mamie. <laughs> both both truly awful. I, I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll take responsibility for all of them. <laughs> you sp- there has to be some fishermen down there with binoculars hiding. No. Oh, there might be an old perv. Yeah, an old pervy fisherman. <laughs> ah, today's the morning of they know Wakasiki it's a or whatever they yeah, called it. Yeah. Right. Uh, wow. It's, uh, what is it Look called? at Dissy. It's called... <laughs> Look at Dissy. Look at Dissy. Ryomaniki. Uh, okay. Ryomaniki. In Toshasi Muzi. Mm-hmm. Take um, a peek at Putty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, okay. Well, let's oh, are we done with that? I hope the fishing hope the fishing is good. Yes. Get some good sushi out Maybe of I'll start time. trying that when I go fishing. Flashing, Flashing every, every morning, yeah. Yeah, yeah please. Lords of the lake, there give us go. a bountiful catch, and then I'll just floop. <laughs> See if the men can go, boy, that water's cold. <laughs> and deep. <laughs> uh, when we come back, what have you got, Christy? Uh, coming back, we have... Um, couple of penis stories oh yeah yeah we have <laughs> we have yeah. rat penis we have snow penis and then we have batteries in a penis all coming up wow <laughs> wow yeah okay well um i hope they're at least not triple a like a die hard give you some power uh this is the bob and tom show become a bob and tom vip and get your bob and tom fix 24 7 get all the info in the vip area at bob this is the bob and tom show Ooh. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show at the news desk. It's Christy Lee. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. There's Josh Arnold. Hello. Ace Cosby's here. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's 
Tom Griswold. He's back. Uh, coming up, it'll be uh, uh, comedian Greg Warren joining us. Greggy boy. For the Warren Report in just a few minutes. And um, we've been going through a lot of presidential trivia this morning. Oh, yeah. Very exciting. On this very happy uh, President's Day. That's in right. 1933, a would-be assassin shot at FDR five times while Whoa. Roosevelt was giving a speech. Five other people were hit. None of them were Roosevelt. My goodness. I don't remember any of that. Do you remember oh, this? No. no. Uh, Ronald Reagan wrote about Drew Barrymore in his diary. Hmm. Uh, from Reagan's <laughs> diary from October 17th, 1984, it reads, quote, Little Drew Barrymore, the child in E.T., was one of the children I met. She's a nice little person. <laughs> oh, how about that? Oh. That, the a kid nice they had person. playing the the alien was a little weird, but <laughs> uh, 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 okay, I I added that. Now uh, 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 a really interesting story in the news on a different topic. Um, uh, Pat, I know you'll love this one. It involves uh, Paul McCartney, and um, years ago I had said probably the most famous instrument in the world. I think might be Paul McCartney's famous bass that had been stolen. This guy from Wings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He was in a band called Wings. Yeah, yeah. thank you, Brad. That's it. Yeah, it's been reunited with that long-lost Hoffner bass. The distinctive violin-shaped 1961 electric Hoffner went missing and was rumored to have been stolen around the time the Beatles were recording their final album, Let It Be, back in 1969. No, no, I ain't seen it. I don't know what you're talking about. After McCartney asked for help finding the missing instrument, journalist Scott Jones teamed up with Hoffner executive Nick Waz to track it down. Jones and his wife, Naomi, both journalists and researchers, then launched the Lost Base Project, which brought in over 600 emails worth of leads that ultimately led to the pair breaking the case open. Mostly from wackos. I've got it. <laughs> Your base is up my ass. <laughs> Stay there. <laughs> Come and get it. Oh. The instrument was returned to McCartney in December, but it took him about two months to authenticate it, and it's estimated to be worth $12.6 million. Mm. How high. about that? It's very identifiable. He, he has a couple of other ones, of course, uh, that the Hoffner company made for him, but right. this is the one. He bought it for 37 bucks in 1961 in Hamburg, Germany, when the Beatles were doing their 10,000 hours. Hmm. It's, it, it's a really elaborate story as to how they found it, but it essentially has been sitting in someone's attic forever. Was it stolen? Yeah, and the guy that stole it, the guy that stole it, uh, fessed up to it. He sold it to somebody for uh, the next, the, uh, like one or two days later. Sure, get rid of it. It's hot, hot. It hot. says uh, the unnamed thief sold the base to a guy named Ron Guest for a few pounds and some beers. It says, hmm. but uh, the. the when uh, it had been passed to that man's oldest son and then to his younger son. And uh, I guess he died and someone knew it was up there. The uncle had had it or something. Did so. they know all along what it was or did they just think it was somebody? Uh, it was just a bass guitar? Apparently they knew. Oh. So, um, wow. By the way, still no word on Heather Mills' leg that's missing. Oh, oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard it's been turned into a lamp. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, these, the, the, the family that had it, the one guy took it to that Pawn Star show. Uh-huh. Oh. And the guy said, well, I can give you... 
No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He goes, look, I, I, I got I a base guy. I, I've got a base guy. I don't know anything about these bases. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it, it's it's worth 150 bucks. Uh, because you know I'm all about that base, about that base, no trouble. I'm all about that base, about that base. Hi, welcome to hell. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this song is playing. You're exactly right. <laughs> so I, it's kind of a cool story. Now, when I saw um, McCartney, I've seen McCartney several times. One of the times I saw him, well, he's playing one of the vintage Hofners, and he, um, he he heaves it to. Did you just see that show, Pat, where he throws it about to, it? Yeah, yeah. Throws it throws to the roadie. The yeah. I mean, literally tosses it. He did like, whew. and then um, yeah. we we asked one of his bandmates about that McCartney's, and he said, "Well, he stopped doing that when he realized the thing was even that one was still worth a fortune." Oh, I bet. So we'll see what happens, but uh, I've got a feeling Paul will record with that old one again. Maybe even bring it out on stage. Wouldn't that be cool? So, um, <laughs> I mean, for you, yeah, for you, it'd be very cool. <sighs> I, I'm not just. It is a great. I'm sorry, uh, it's a base. I mean, but it's. You know why he liked it? Why? Because um, he's left-handed, feminine hands, and he's and it it looks. He thought it looked a little bit more normal than a flipped-over Fender. Uh, he thought it looked mm-hmm. weird. So, gotcha. and in any event, and, and he likes the sound thunder. of it. And uh, yeah, no, it's the thunder slipped over. Okay. Uh, uh, I like Peter Frampton, you know, when he lost his guitar, yeah, his guitar and yeah. got it back. And, and by the way, that reminds me. Yes, we need yeah. to bring this up. Peter Frampton finally uh, has been nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, no one deserves it more than Peter. He's a great guy. You asked me of, of all the people we've met, the nicest guy in the world of rock and roll, Peter Frampton. That's who it is. Mm-hmm. But what about me? And, uh, he, and he, so, yeah, if you get a chance, um, you can go on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame website and vote. Every day, once a day. So, yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, do vote, it. Vote, vote uh, Mr. Peter Frampton. And, and Peter is touring again. Um, he uh, will be sitting primarily mm-hmm. uh, when he plays because he has an, uh, a, sort of a, an illness that he's dealing with. But he's doing great, can play great. So I saw him last summer, and he was sitting, and it didn't matter. He was still awesome, and it's, it's a great show. Go I will never it. vote for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame again. The last time I did, I got rock and roll jury duty. Oh! <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm out. Uh, <laughs> Stay under the radar. Yeah. Uh, well, ain't that Please always vote. the way? <laughs> I saw another video of that Japanese thing, Christy. Yeah? Where the ladies all climb the mountain and... Flash the sea. Flash the sea. So, so to speak. Uh, and the bees. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the bees. Yeah. yeah. C is an S-E-A. I'm sorry. And they, tra- oh. they, they, they trans- flash C-word. <laughs> they translate it. This one woman is saying, that's not a clam. This is a clam. <laughs> so, to, the wow. fishing, to the fishing gods. Yeah, that's it. Nice uh, nice touch there. Um, what else is happening over there, Christy? Well, there's a new survey of 2,000 adults that reveals some surprising insights into sick days. Tom's dealing with sick kids. I'm dealing with a sick kid. According to the poll conducted on behalf of MD Live, two in five Americans say their mom takes better care of them than their significant other does when they are sick. Hmm. My 25-year-old happened to be home this weekend, and she came down with this norovirus, too. So she looked at me at one point. She goes, I'm so glad I'm here, Mommy. (laughs) Nearly 60% of men said they still wish their moms could take care of them when they are feeling under the weather. Hmm. And this uh, was uh, from the University of Freud. Was this uh, taken? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did your mother have a special concoction that she would always make when you were ill? Uh, mostly, like if it was a stomach thing, it was uh, Sprite. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah. Seven Up, Sprite. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, Paragoric and cigarettes. That was the... What? <laughs> <laughs> was that right? No, that'll, that'll get you there, all right. Uh. I forget what novel it is where the guy's... The guy takes cigarettes and soaks them in paragoric, dries them, and smokes them. It's oh, got to be Hunter Thompson or something. I forget what it was, but the, yeah, that's <laughs> that was fairly funny. So, uh, do you like it? That's kind of nice, I guess. Did you? Have, did your mom have a special? Yeah, sure. It was typically chicken soup or tomato soup and cra- a lot of crackers. crackers. Yeah, yeah, we did crackers. saltines yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Well, the girls were sick on, on our little trip, and yeah, a lot of saltines in the bed. A lot Ugh. of Pedialyte. She wanted Pedialyte mixed with water, is about all she could keep I'll down. I'll never forget what my mom always told me. What was that, babe? <laughs> Get outside, blow the stink off of you. How long are you going to be sick? Stuff like that. Aww. Yeah. I did love it because that was the only time we ever got to watch game shows. Sunshine is the best disinfectant. Yes! Price is right. Uh-huh. That was always great. Let's make a deal. And then at noon, the soap opera oh, started. And the boredom. <laughs> Luckily, there was always one channel that would show Andy Griffith or uh, something like that. Mm-hmm. I could watch those. Yeah, back in my day, it was all those soap operas. Oh, God. Reached three networks. Absolutely. Oh, so, yeah. uh, well, it's nice to know that people still like their mamas when they're sick. Of course. I like to be left alone when I'm sick. Yeah, I'm a hibernator too. Most men do, I think. Don't you think? Yeah. DoorDash has just changed the game for the single sick man. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> it's just awesome. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, oh, it's yeah. the best. It's absolutely the best. So when you're sick, what so would what you, do you get? Door- yeah. Uh, depending again on the illness, though, like, you know, like your, like your, soup? your juice soup. You can get yeah, anything. Yeah, you really yeah. can. Anything Name that makes it. you feel good. They'll go to the they'll grocery? Go to the, oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. In fact, DoorDash has a DoorDash Mart. And so, like, when I had COVID, I would get juice and uh, huh. other things that I needed for COVID. <laughs> That's right. Pizza. Quick, <laughs> medicine. Quick blowing. Pizza. Pizza. You know, Vaseline. Oh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, Hustler magazine. Change for 10. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Things you need. You know, six bunt cakes. <laughs> yeah. Things you want to get. They fight the virus. Uh, What's the old uh, saying? Uh, feed a feed the flu, feed the cold, feed a stomachache. That's what I always say. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> feed sunburn. Right now, if you've been listening to our show and our all of our presidential trivia, you would have learned a lot, especially if you've been wearing your Raycon earbuds. Yes, sir. And Raycon earbuds, you know, they're the ones with the optimized gel tips for that perfect in-ear fit that fit every ear ever made. And they actually stay... In your ears, whether you're going for a run, walking the dog, or dancing to your favorite tunes. Raycons are here for eight hours of playtime, 32 hours of battery life, and amazing quality audio at about half the price of other premium audio brands. And we do receive love letters each and every week from Bob and Tom listeners about their Raycons because Raycons Everyday Earbuds have tens of thousands of five-star reviews. So... Go to buyraycon.com slash Tom today to get 15% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's buyraycon.com slash Tom. Score 15% off and free shipping. That's buyraycon.com slash Tom. Coming up um, in the world of science, it's next, Purple Tomatoes. Also, we'll talk with comedian Greg Warren, see what's on Greg's mind with the Warren Report. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Beer 30, that's right. Oh, boy. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. It's time, Tom, to welcome our first guest of the day. Yay! Oh, it, I like that there much he is. better. It's yeah. comedian Greg Warren. That's they call a- him the farter. Why, why would you do that? Hey, he said that he wanted to try farts, a new thing. Jokes. He said he's uh, doing a lot of farts on stage. You look like no. you have suntanned and healthy. You been somewhere warm? 
Uh, I was in Lexington, Kentucky. It was it was freezing there. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> turn up the volume. I can't. What I heard, man, the farter murdered in the Lexington. Uh, hey, Greg, how's it going? <laughs> Can you guys hear me? Yeah, a little yeah. louder would be nice. You have volume on okay. that, baby. Yeah, I think so. There you go. There you go. Now yeah. we can hear you. Yeah, there we go. That's All it. Right. That's it. Okay. Thanks, man. Good to see you, Greg. Good to see you guys. Why don't you fart for us? <laughs> I, I don't uh, know what to say to that, really. I mean, well, we, why I, would you? We, we had an unusual story this morning in the world of sports, uh, Greg. I know that you were a uh, world-class wrestler in your day. All American. Uh, this was not about wrestling. It was about uh, it was about darts. And at a major tournament, one guy accused his opponent of constantly farting and making it difficult and distracting him. Uh, I would imagine in wrestling that would also be possible. I suppose. Oh man, did that ever happen? Even accidentally? Uh, not that I remember. I don't remember any time specifically. You don't uh, remember what happening? <laughs> going to hang up today's uh report is on the uh, uh but but before we get to it greg what you know the answer to this it's president's day one president is in the wrestling hall of fame Do you know which one it is i would say lincoln probably yes, it is abraham yeah. lincoln is in the wrestling hall of fame they're legitimate yeah lincoln was lincoln was pretty good yeah um i tell you guys i wrote a i read a book on harry truman recently no Thousand pages. Whoa. David McCullough book on Harry Truman. Did and you... um, I really don't know anything about Harry Truman. <laughs> isn't, it am- isn't it amazing you read one of those and, and two weeks I later did... <laughs> you go, I, I did the thing, Josh. I, did, I read I read all the pages. Yeah. I read yeah. all the words. <laughs> I know stuff about Harry Truman, but what I know about Harry Truman sounds like it came from a fourth grader's report on Harry Truman. <laughs> yeah. Harry Truman was a man. <laughs> Harry Truman was the president. <laughs> Harry Truman came from Kansas City. I'm glad that I read it about Harry Truman. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Huh. Was, I know nothing about him. We, we learned this morning he liked uh, his bourbon. Yeah. First thing in the morning he would do a shot. Truman? Yeah. Yeah. And then he would drink it throughout the day. See, that wasn't in the book. Oh, McCullough skipped that part. Yeah. Huh. Huh. No, hey, Chick, I'm sure it was. I just had no <laughs> retention. Oh. <laughs> Something about Korea in there. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I think you like uh, Korean food. Yeah, I, yeah. I bet there's something about something about Japan in there. I would think. <laughs> Yeah, there are a couple of things, actually, yeah. that I remember. Well, you know, uh, of course, famously, there, there are photographs of Franklin D. Roosevelt with a cigarette holder because he's, <laughs> he he was a cigarette a, a user, tobacco user. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, smoked, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Truman uh, smoked Japan. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Kennedy also uh, smoked cigarettes. Uh, Obama smoked. Yes. Sure, sure. Yeah. Eisenhower smoked, I bet. Oh, oh of course. Come yeah. on. And uh, Clinton would... Uh, Clinton. Smoke cigars. Yeah. Sure, we all know that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> don't, don't put it out there. Yeah, you had trouble lighting one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By that at a fish market? What the hell? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What was today's topic? <laughs> uh, today's topic is uh, the history of Dairy Queen. Oh, Dairy oh, Queen. Big fan. Oh, I thought no. you said yeah. I thought you said Gary Queen. <laughs> no, no. Uh, okay. He refrained from comment. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Dairy Queen, we started, uh, well, Jack McCullough and his son Alex invented a soft serve ice cream, and uh, they asked their buddy Sherb Noble, oh. who owned an ice cream store, if they could sell it there. Sherb gave it a whirl. Uh, all you can eat, 10 cents. They sold 1,600 uh, cones in two hours. All you, all you uh, can eat, 10 cent cones? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. My man here can eat 50 cones. 50. <laughs> <laughs> Cool hand, Josh. <laughs> now, Tom, Tom, how did we get on the topic one day that you worked at a Dairy Queen and you did the little flip with your... With no, no, I, yeah, the machine was broken. So The I machine was broken. Put a scoop on there, put it in my mouth, and, went, and handed it to the kid. Oh. To make the swirl. Oh, the cue? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, is that yeah. what they call that, the cue? The cue at the top. Yeah, the, the curly cue yeah. at the top, yeah. Oh. Tom did you that with his mouth. You guys know who else worked at... Uh, yeah. You know who else worked at uh, Dairy Queen? Who? Uh, uh, Gwen Stefani oh. and her brother Eric and oh. John Spence, all from the band No Doubt. Wow. Yeah. Did not know them. That's cool. They did that. That's where they formed the band, No Doubt. Uh, and you can hear evidence of that in her uh, her song, Hollaback Girl. You sure can. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This split is bananas. B A N A. You know, I've been singing that wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think you have, buddy. B-A-N-A-N-A. And I got to weigh in. I, the banana split, not good. You know. I, I never liked it. Not, I, I love Dairy Queen. You hate right, the pineapple right. part, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. The crushed pineapple has no place I agree. on that thing. I agree. I'm with you guys. I don't care for it. Uh, Tom, where do you stand on the peanut buster parfait? Go, Tom. Big fan. Big fan. Yeah. Wow. May I make a quick confession? I've uh -oh. never had a peanut butter parfait. Well, what? Not, really? No, no hang the on. Spanish peanuts are great. That is a really good now, thing. Now you're just yeah. lying and or playing with us or both. I, I'm really doing neither. I'm a blizzard man. And so when I yeah. go to Dairy Queen, it's a blizzard what for me. What kind of blizzard? Same same flavor? I enjoy Reese's uh, or cookie dough. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. You ever have them take the chili and turn that over? See if it's... <laughs> I've, I've been burned. Yeah, 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 gravity. Well, man. let's talk about the blizzard, guys. It was uh, it was stolen. What? It was a, a, a stolen idea from my hometown, uh, St. Louis frozen custard place called Ted Drew's. I know it well. Ted Drew's back in the day, they uh, this kid, Stephen Gamber, he was 15 years old, and he kept coming up to the window and saying, I want my malt thicker. And... Uh, after like a week, they just started turning the malt upside down and handing it to him. Mm -hmm. oh. And uh, there's this Dairy Queen franchisee, Sam, Sam the Thief Temperato. Who, <laughs> yeah. uh, Sammy the Thief stole the idea and took it to Dairy Queen and Dairy Queen, uh, you know, started. It was called they're called concretes. They still serve them that way at Ted Drew's. It's a legendary place in mm -hmm. St. Louis. Um, so, yeah, the blizzards, you know, if you. If they don't turn it upside down, you get the blizzard for free. And if it uh, if it runs all over, you know, you get it for free. And, so, but, you know, just knowing the employees these days, that just seems like a bad. You know, there's some poor Dairy Queen manager like, yeah, Kirby, uh, <laughs> it's the blizzards that we turn upside down, not the soft drinks. <laughs> <laughs> now pick up those chicken tenders. <laughs> but he said, he, what, so, so he walked up to the window, the first kid. What did he say? I want the malt thicker. Okay, because down the street there was a guy in St. Louis said, I want the malt liquor. Yes, yes, there was. <laughs> I had a pack of cereal. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, that was uh, uh, Tom. There are no Is King right? Cobra flavored blizzards. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, you guys were talking. We were talking about the peanut buster parfait back in uh, 1973. For for about a 30 year stretch, Dennis the Menace was the uh, spokesman. Is that for, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Absolutely. I think uh, Mr. Wilson ha- had him fired. There <laughs> yeah. the oh, man. Yeah, poor Mr. Wilson. Greg, don't yeah, you he remember? Got it. Don't you remember the batting helmets? Like, Major League Baseball had batting yes, helmets. Yes, totally. And, uh, yes. And they also had NFL, miniature NFL helmets. So you could awesome. get you yeah, yeah, you could get all the all the teams, right? Yeah, absolutely all the teams. That's right. Um, Back in the day, if, if you were... Uh, if you went up there at 1973, if you said uh, "scrump delicious," mm-hmm. you could get a 49 cent uh, peanut buster parfait. Whoa! Yeah, huh. which uh, you know there had to be some guys like my dad to be like, "No, nope, I'm not saying it." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll pay full. No, price. sir, sir. Yeah. If you uh, if you say it, if you say "scrump delicious," it only costs 49 cents. Yeah, I'm not. You know what I can say? Baskin Robbins. <laughs> uh, you guys remember the Mr. Misty? Yes. yes. I'm not familiar. It's kind of like a Slurpee before they. Yeah. Okay. Slurpee. Yeah, it was a slushy. Yeah, it was slushy, a slushy. Yeah. Came out in uh, 1961. 24 years later, uh, they had a hit, uh, Kiri. <laughs> no, I, I believe that was Mr. Mister. Uh, I'll take a look at it, Josh. But All I don't right. think so. I don't mean to correct you. Well, yeah, I could be wrong. All right. It's my report, Josh. You're right. You're right. You did the research. <laughs> uh, did you do seven minutes of research on Dairy Queen, Josh? I no, don't think no. so. I'll take my broken wings and fly away. Slink, slink away. <laughs> And the, uh, and, and Mr. They tried frozen. They were brought back in that song. Oh yeah, Maroon Five what? mentioned yeah. or Train, yeah. one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Mentions, Train. Yeah. Train. Oh really? Soul, oh yeah. Soul Sister. Yeah. Soul sister. Yeah. Hey Soul Sister, thank you, Mister Mister, on the stereo. Yep. Oh yeah, man. I didn't. I never caught that. Um, they they tried frozen yogurt in the 1990s. Mm. I don't remember that. Yeah, nobody wanted it, Christy. It, <laughs> it, it all went bad before they could sell it. Oh. You, you, they need to know who they are, right? right. I mean, they're yeah. Dairy Queen. Exactly. Yeah. They don't stand for help. It was also uh, didn't work when they tried that uh, chain of aerobics studio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lady Dairy Queen. <laughs> Lady, <yeah. laughs> Lady Dairy Air Queen, I believe, was what it was. Uh, Eminem uh, Mars started talking about uh, removing their candy from the blizzards. I wonder why the heck they do that. They said because there's too much sugar in those things, and it, it went against their uh, message of moderation. <laughs> All right. <laughs> really? They're a candy Yes, company. chick. And I've, uh, they didn't do it, but I mean, they said it. And I, I've eaten a lot of M&Ms in my life, and never once have it, has it been in moderation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Why would never. they want Here's an idea. Why don't we stop selling our product to people? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, go to the uh, go to the Las Vegas Strip and take a look at the M M&M and M store and see if that doesn't scream moderation. <laughs> yeah. uh, my friend Brian Jackson, he freezes his M and M's. Oh, 
And I asked him why. And uh, he said, it's it, it's because you eat less when they're frozen. And then I saw him eat a two-pound bag of M&M's. <laughs> <laughs> Well, just think how much he would eat if they hadn't been frozen. You're, you're right, Chicks. Yeah. That would have been six yeah. to eight pounds. Chicks, you're right, man. I probably saved his life. Probably did. Uh, yeah, uh, the peanut buster parfait was invented by a guy named uh, Forrest Frosty Chapman. Yeah, Frosty. Yeah. Kind of like your nickname, The Farter. Uh, oh. No, that's uh, we just uh, we just got him cleared. Yeah, and, uh, you had to bring it. I loved the peanut. They butter said there's uh, you know, I read these like reports or, or I don't know websites that have reports on stuff, and uh -huh. there's this big headline that says there's a story behind the name Dairy Queen, and I uh, I clicked on it. The story is uh, the inventor said it was a queen among dairy products. Well, that's a really stupid story. <laughs> they didn't say it was an interesting story. It's a horrible story, Chick. Yeah. Was, however, uh, I had several people tell me stories this weekend, and I was fantasizing that they were the length of that Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah. I thought we had a good phone conversation. I didn't think it was... He was driving back from Lexington. You were filling time. <laughs> You know, in uh, New York City, Manhattan, uh, it took till 2014 for them to get a Dairy Queen. Oh. And wow. it, uh, it only made it six years. Really? Man. Two years longer than I made it in Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> New Yorkers don't like Dairy Queen. Well, huh? they don't like bathroom humor, and that's the problem when you get Greg Warren. <laughs> a lot of fart. Oh, man. Uh, uh, fart man is what I've heard. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to go into this. <laughs> Uh, Mark Fox, Cuban, Fox, uh, the owner of the uh, Dallas Mavericks. Yes. Uh, he used to criticize the officials a lot, and he said the guy, Ed Rush, who was the manager of the officials, he said, I wouldn't hire him to manage a Dairy Queen. Hmm. And uh, that cost him $500,000. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. And then Cuban, who's a sort of a PR genius, went uh, to a Dairy Queen in Texas and managed it for a day. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Doesn't a, uh, a Buffett own a Dairy Queen in Omaha? Warren Buffett? Yeah. Warren Buffett owns all the Dairy Queens, Josh. And oh like like literally everywhere or just in that in that area? No, no. He, uh uh yeah, his company owns Dairy Queen. Oh, okay. I yeah, think he's they, often they, uh, spotted at an Omaha area Dairy Queen like with his grandkids. Yeah, yeah, he he loves it. He yeah. loves it. Yeah, Warren Buffett's uh what's it called? What's that company? Oh, Berkshire Hathaway. They own yeah. uh Dairy Queen. Okay. Dairy Queen also owns uh, Orange Julius and Caramel Corn with a K. Ah, I think uh, Dairy Queen's a much better name than. Hey, honey, you want to go to Berkshire Hathaway and get a cone? Yeah, yes, <laughs> that is You're right, much, Tom. Yeah, Way better, like Mr. Cohen. He's our accountant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Cohen. <laughs> uh, uh, our guest is Greg Warren. Greg, I don't have your schedule in front of me. Uh, big shows this weekend, Tom, in Dayton, Ohio, at the Funny Bone. All right, what what are you starting? Wednesday or Thursday? It's only it's just a Friday Saturday oh. Uh, oh. gig. Yeah, oh, Mr. Star, yeah, special engagement, oh, only available wow. Friday and Saturday. Oh. Uh, doing two, are you doing two shows Saturday? Ticket price, two shows on Saturday. Yeah, that'll be wow. great. Funny Bone, Dayton, Pretty Ohio. Go see Greg. It. Greg's a great stand up. Yes, 
And um, uh, by the way, Greg does have a couple of uh, so-called specials out there. Mm-hmm. They're very they nice. Are, I know. I don't mean no, 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 no. They they're are not so-called. No, no, they're absolutely so-called specials. Uh, <laughs> where the field corn grows and the salesman. I highly recommend Greg. That's going to be a great set of shows. I um, wish I could be there to see him. Are you going to be coming by the studio sometime soon, Greg? I need to get in there, man. I, let, let's uh, let's make a plan. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah and if you, see you if you knock and no one answers, just go ahead and get back in your car. Chick <laughs> 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 couldn't even finish that. <laughs> I could cracking himself up. <laughs> <isn't he? laughs> I couldn't even continue. <laughs> I made myself laugh so hard. Just it's so I don't know why he calls. You're just so mean to him. <laughs> So Just hard. go ahead. Hey, Greg. I think we should. Look. Hey, guys, are you in there? Guys. Hello. Okay, before we go, we got a little bit of a quiz for you, Greg. Okay. A, a little bit of presidential trivia. We've we've covered some of this already. Shortest American president. Uh, five foot four. You got any ideas on this uh, one? Founding father. That help? Uh, founding father. Yeah. No, but no. Was, was it uh, John Adams? No, it was, it was it, John Quincy DeVito. <laughs> it's James Madison. He ran, he ran okay. a taxi stand. You know, George Washington was considered to be the greatest uh, horseman in the country. He was also at, oh. for, and he was also very tall for that era, which is m- m- probably helped him this leadership role. Okay, which uh, which president skinny dipped in the Potomac every morning? Uh, that, that sounds like something Jackson would do. Uh, it sure does. It was John Quincy Adams. Would have been really, oh, okay. really, really great if it had been one of the contemporary. Friends. Oh, yeah. dude, so awesome! I'm Very reading funny. a book on his uh, cousin Samuel Adams right now. Oh, know nothing about him. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the what. This is my favorite one, and I don't. I've got to verify this. Um, Martin Van Buren, excuse me, Martin Van Buren coined the use of what word? Is it coochie? No. Okay. No. All right. It's, no, I don't and think it's so. not uh <laughs> Is it thought? <laughs> thought? No, I don't think so. No. That, that hole over is, there. I think that was Al Jackson. <laughs> yeah. It is okay. The term okay. Really? Yeah. yeah. That, I, That's what he's saying. It's just crazy. It's a lie. Wow. Good for him. <laughs> I got to do some more of that. Well, uh, uh, Greg, everyone go see him in Dayton, Ohio. Thank you, Greg. Bye, Greg. We love you. Bye, guys. Stop Good by to Derek talk to you. See you, man. Uh, you'd Stop think it would be. Derek <laughs> Queen today. Oh, Bye, Greg. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we you drive right through here to get to Dayton. You should just stop. <laughs> uh, now, hey, speaking of food, oh yeah, ice cream. Yeah. Um, how about uh, shaking up your food life? Shake it up. It's getting a little boring. You're getting tired of your own cooking. Getting tired of the same restaurants. Tired of spending all that money having food delivered. Well, how about checking out Hello Fresh? They've got some great new stuff. Uh, get rid of the blahs in your food life. By having HelloFresh do 90% of the work for you. They do the shopping. They plan the menu. You just pick out what you like, and they deliver it in a box. Fresh ingredients, of course. It's all labeled and ready to go. There are photographs showing you how to put it together. Christy, what are you working on? Well, you were talking about something fun and something you would never usually think to do on your own. How about 
pork DIY dumplings with quick pickled slaw and soy dipping sauce. Yeah, I know homemade dumping or dumplings sound daunting, but it's not. It's easier than you think. If you can fold a square, you can make these pork filled delights. Six easy steps, and it's all going to be on the table within thirty minutes or less with HelloFresh. That's a HelloFresh tongue twister. Yeah. Dumplings are daunting. Well, they should, that's the thing about HelloFresh. That's it's got a bunch of stuff that you can do, chef-like stuff. Now, you were talking earlier this morning about those uh, delicious meatballs. Yeah, and then, then that meatloaf. Oh my God! Classic so comfort food is available. Also, they've got some fairly exotic stuff. Whatever you're into, you make the choices. More than forty recipes to choose from each week. Once again, significantly cheaper than uh, having food delivered, and uh, you get to have restaurant quality food. And as the old uh, commercial used to say. And I helped. That's right. You put it together. And uh, some of this stuff takes just a few minutes, then you pop it in the oven. And here's something cool. Free breakfast for life with your subscription while you keep it active from HelloFresh. So check out the menu. Just go to HelloFresh.com slash BT Show Free to take advantage of that free breakfast item forever with your uh, active subscription. Once again, it's BT Show Free. HelloFresh.com slash BT Show Free. That's HelloFresh.com slash BT Show Free. Everything from uh, a Pat Godwin's restricted diet. You can barely eat anything. Mm-hmm. They've got it all. Or... Good old-fashioned comfort food and everything in between. High calorie if you want it, low calorie if you want it, uh, 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 low carb, whatever it is, it's out there at HelloFresh. HelloFresh.com slash BT Show Free. Coming up, we have a more presidential stuff and um, a lot of uh, penile news. Yeah. Uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Text us at 888-262-8661. More Bob and Tom next. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Happy President's Day. The most difficult holiday to spend alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is what they say. Uh, Yeah, yeah, you know. You got through Valentine's Day, but then President's Day comes by. It's a one-two punch, yeah. It's fun. A lot of folks have the day off. So for those of you that are that don't and are joining us, thank you for being here. We certainly that's a good, appreciate it. Yes. That's a good contract. Your president's there. We have uh, we've learned a lot about the presidents. Um, here's one for you. Okay. Please. Chester A. Arthur owned eighty pairs of pants. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, that is really something. How many pairs of pants do you own? Is that a lot? I don't know. Yes. Eighty? That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's too many pairs of pants. You don't need that many, Kristen. No. No. Well. I'm less than 10. Really? Yeah. Including jeans. Yes. You have less than 10 pairs of pants. Yes. Well, how often do I wear, you, you see me in dress pants, once a year, if That's that. That's true. I hate them. So I how hate many pairs them of dress so pants? so much. <laughs> <laughs> what pads. Uh, but so that's kind of I can't believe you don't wear or own sweatpants. I mean, how do you... And and you're violently against them. The entire world's wearing sweatpants. No, well, they're not me. Okay, I don't own any either. You don't own sweatpants either. No. What no. do you lounge around the house in? Disgusting boxers. Yeah, pajama right? pants. Yeah, my boxers. I do have some pajama pants. Yeah. Um, don't you get cold in just boxers? No, I have a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that could be. And I'm I'm collecting these so. I'm going to add it to the list. That could be the saddest thing I've ever heard. Why? <laughs> I got a blanket. Nice blanket. <laughs> Sit in your recliner with your blanket. I have to talk to kids next door. So I live. Get out from under this blanket. You guys know I live the life of a widow, right? Like I, I have a blanket. I drink hot tea and I, I read. Ten Werther's next to your chair. 
Mm. Wow. I wonder if the mail's come. <laughs> that's your big. I'll, that's the highlight of the day. I'll stop reading when my stories well, come on. I wait to finish was, War and Peace. I was told that um, uh, I missed a story on Friday, and apparently Josh had something funny to say about it. I do know what the story was. Are you talking about the kids in Russia? Uh, no, I'm oh. talking about the uh, Korean scientist who created a food that. Um, Grows animal cells. Oh yeah, yeah, in yeah. rice, right? The beef rice. Yeah, it's, oh, I've, yeah. Got, I've got it right here. It I says to that. create the cultured beef rice, cow muscle and fat stem cells seeded into the rice. Gross. So this Pretty is gonna, this is going to be like a hybrid beef food. Uh, eventually, it could help uh, feed a lot of people. So uh, yes. And now, with ground beef mixed with uh, the rice, you can make rice patties. <laughs> that was he it. He laughed. I told you he would laugh. <laughs> that was it. Yes. Rice uh, patties. Uh, you that see, because uh, uh, the word patties could be with T's uh, or Well, now I think D's. you're being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> we'll nice. hang that right on the fridge, won't yeah. we? <laughs> Look at that right there where everybody so can that see means, it. That, that beef... <laughs> That beef fried rice is going to be that much better. Okay, well, that sounds good. I'm sorry. So um, did I also miss one about uh, what is it now, Chrissy? Uh, you missed one about Russian teens. They're facing up to five years in prison. These two guys made a snow penis. According to the Daily Beast, the 14-year-old and 16-year-old boys created the massive snow sculpture in front of the war memorial known as the Memorial of Glory. Did you see this, Tom? It's oh, unbelievable. It's magnificent. I just, it's standing yeah. up and down. It's really good. Go. Yeah. Oh, there it is. It's, that that it, does it justice. Yeah, and it's, Unlike it's uh, Lily's like that was three on. times the size yeah. of a car. Yeah. Yes. Well, Stor- I think that's twice the size of a car, but uh, that's your typical exaggeration. Okay, sorry. Well, no, but, uh, oh, I see. It's in front of the... Uh, never mind. Okay. They then photographed destroyed the snow phallus, but according to the news outlet Baza, police detained the teens who now may face a prison sentence for the prank. Oh my gosh. The boys' parents wow. were also charged. So wait with- a minute. For creating a ten foot high erect snow penis. Mm-hmm. They're going to do hard time? Yeah, apparently. That's the- <laughs> <laughs> hey, you could uh, dip it in a beef patty. <laughs> <laughs> this was the, the line. Was there we- a sign? I don't know. They should have put a sign on it that said Putin size. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe he would have been honored. And then he would have been happy to not kill him. The boy's parents were also charged with not fulfilling parental duties. Yeah, isn't that something? That's scarier than So the than folks the- got yeah. uh, wow. charged, too. Yeah. For making a what? You did what, guys? <laughs> What'd they make, Christy? A, a, a penis. What kind? A big one. <laughs> a snow penis. There's snow penis like snow penis like snow penis I know. Uh, Frosty the snow dog. <laughs> How do you think they... Uh, it just must be really cold there or something. Well, it would have to be perfect. The snow would have to be a perfect temperature to create yeah, to that it, tall. As, like as that. we yeah. would say as kids, good packing. Yeah. 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 Because it is magnificent. It's almost not offensive. It's so well done. Yes. Right. Absolutely. And I'm Obviously, and it's uh, would have certain religious implications. It is, in fact, a uh, a, a circumcised phallus. Yes. Sure, yeah. I think Pat had a snow penis song, didn't you, Pat? Yeah, I did a tribute to uh, Willie. Uh, your Tom's son making a snow. That's penis. right. He made oh, one yeah. on, on the ground. That, that was that, famous at my old house. Yeah, right. Carly, a Carly Simon tribute. Do we it have time huge. for it? Sure. Yeah. Showed up one cold morning, right by a roundabout. Two big snowballs, I shaft one, I <laughs> Megan the 
girl shout It had the one eye pointed skyward While cars drove by the cold sack And all of the town folks said Hey, look a penis Hey, look a penis You're so veiny I probably should have just made a snowman You're so vain Make a snowman not a big penis Penis, penis There you go, a little tribute It's a nice tribute, yeah (laughs) Very, very Very. So they arrested these two boys Yes Wow, I've got a feeling Someone's going to be about to be taken to the Western Front, if you will. <laughs> and it won't be quiet, will it? Yeah. Is, yeah. It, the, is, it, the, I, is it the Eastern? Is it the same? Is it West in Russia? Like Siberia is where they send them, right? Or something like No, that. they're going to send them to the Ukraine to get killed. Uh, when we come back. Ah, uh, comedy. Uh, more penis. <laughs> and, you know, when we come back. <laughs> what does this have to do with yesterday? All right. Uh, we're going to come back with comedian Reno Collier. This is the Bob and Tom Show. For a complete copy of the Bob and Tom Show contest rules, go to bobandtom.com slash contest dash rules. Or just scroll down to the bottom of the page and see contest rules. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Life. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hi. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hello, Chick. Josh Arnold's here. Hi, Chick. Ace Cosby there. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Today's President's Day. We've learned a lot about presidents. Yes, we have. Yeah, and boy. Uh, we're going to be joined by a guy who uh, I think of all of us uh, probably would come in second place if asked to uh, dress up as a president. I think uh, Reno Collier, I think uh, if you didn't have those glasses on, I think you could probably be one of those, uh, I don't know, what do you think, uh, 19th century presidents sure that look mm-hmm. you've got yeah you, you yeah some it. people say i look like a uh was it it was actually in the studio someone said i look like a civil war reenactor yeah yeah <laughs> you got that look you do that, that facial hair yeah yeah yeah, yeah um, uh, we've been doing a little bit of presidential trivia some, some fascinating stuff uh do you know which president was in or still is in the wrestling hall of fame abraham lincoln very good oh that's very good uh, very good. We just did this. You know uh, which president allegedly owned 80 pairs of pants? <laughs> <laughs> the one we have now? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not very. Okay. Uh, uh, Ch- Chester A. Arthur owned 80 pairs of pants. Why do I add so many? A lot of pants. Yeah. yeah. Um, that is a lot of pants. I bet he didn't share a closet. Hmm. Um, oh. uh, uh, Herbert Hoover spoke Chinese. To his wife in front of hmm. people so they wouldn't know what he was talking about? That's a skill yeah. that a lot of people would have, huh? No kidding. Well, he probably only knew a few phrases. I bet they were dirty, too. You think so? Yeah. Let's go get it on. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, some, some kind of code. Let's go get yeah. takeout. Is, uh, is there a Chinese Marvin Gaye? Doing... Probably. Sure there, a, sure there is. Sexy singer out there. Sexy, let's get it on in Chinese. Yeah. yeah that'd be <laughs> interesting to hear. Uh, did you know this Sexual one? Sexual hearing. Now, this is, a, I really, this is fascinating. I think you're going to get this one, Reno. Uh, this president, prior to being president, just a few years before he became president, filed an official UFO sighting. Oh, oh let me think about this. But this is crazy. You just brought this up. Um, who is it? I don't know. It's Jimmy Carter. Oh, cool. 
Yeah, can I do my country fried take? Because oddly enough, it's on that. Okay, sure. Yeah, 1973, Jimmy I, Carter filed the uh, official UFO sighting. Did before. he see it in his peanut farm? What? What? Where did he see <laughs> well, it? I'm glad you said peanut. <laughs> What the hell? Was I going to say it? He found a UFO in his penis? Come what on. the hell was that? Flew over. Oh, wait, now it's time, ladies and gentlemen, it's with a country large. fried take. It's comedian Reno Collier. Uh, I can't believe you brought that up. That's perfect. So when I was about 20 years old, my buddies and I were coming home from a football game outside of Charlottesville, Virginia. As we drove through the country, my buddy Zach, who was driving, looked up in the sky to the left and said, dude. What the hell is that? I looked out my side window and saw a glowing green light floating in the sky. And in a matter of seconds, it shot off and disappeared. Wow. All four of us were completely stunned. Now, when you experience something like that, your brain processes the situation using all the info it has stored based on the event. So I knew from being a kid at the bus stop that aliens snag people, put them in their ship, and then put stuff in their butt, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm against that, just for the record. Maybe it's a lost stormtrooper or better, Luke Skywalker. And based on Space Invaders, I'd have three chances to kill them before they started lining up and attacking my barriers. <laughs> now, one of my buddies said, we cannot tell anybody about this. And I was like, yeah, I know. People will think we're nuts. And he was like, no, man, I just can't have the cops in my apartment. But <laughs> I didn't care. I told everyone. But there is a stigma. At least now people quietly just say you're crazy for seeing one. A couple hundred years ago, it was either he's a good man or he saw a green light in the sky. Let's tie him to a stake in a town center and catch him on fire. (laughs) But throughout history, there are stories of aliens visiting our planet. According to the TV, there are a group of ancient alien scientists, which I'm guessing is an online degree, that study these claims (laughs) intensely. They claim that through cave drawings, aliens were here before. The paintings show stick figures pointing at a fireball in the sky and people getting sucked into a ship. Now, to us, it looks like something a kindergartner grew and it got him sent to the school psychologist. But I'm betting that artist was probably the Thomas Kincaid of their time. The scientists also (laughs) investigate how Egyptian pyramids, thank you, Christy. The scientists also investigate how the Egyptian pyramids were built to perfectly align with the stars. Yes. Now, to me, the leap from trying to figure out how to pronounce gyro and putting pepperoncinis on a salad to meticulously measured pyramids seems humongous, (laughs) meaning aliens must have shown them how to construct these things. Because, look, I've worked construction and we're going backwards there. The stuff we build now is to last 30 years. We want to keep water out and heat in. And if you even say alien on the job site, all the guys who do the actual work take off in a truck. (laughs) And clearly, thank you, Josh. I'm going to hit you one at a time. (laughs) And clearly the Egyptians were excited about something. Hell, people are still singing songs about how they were walking. And the crazy thing is... Silly. (laughs) The crazy thing is... Pyramids of the same design were being built in South America, which with no means to travel. How did the same design pop up at the same time on different continents unless they had the same architect? Huh? Yes. Mm-hmm. Weird, right? <laughs> and now the federal government has proof of UFOs. Of course, now they call them UAPs because the stigma is still on there of saying UFO. It's like saying ED instead of soft wiener. It sounds more educated, <laughs> but it's the same thing. You know? 
Now, what are we going to do about it? If they land and these little green guys start demanding answers, we need to be prepared. Mm. In the cartoons, their first question is always, take me to your leader. Where's your leader? What the hell are we going to do with that? I don't know. Birthday party at Dairy Queen? We don't know where the hell he is. Then they're going to be like, fine, just bring us a woman. Oh, geez. Can you define woman? Damn it. <laughs> Who do you guys follow? Ugh. Taylor Swift? So that's why I think we need to collectively agree that if they land in your yard, we should all say Shaquille O'Neal is in charge of us. Ah, These guys, yeah, these guys are small and green. They'll talk them in circles and eventually think they're M&Ms and eat them. <laughs> so my advice is keep your head on a swivel and your eyes in the sky. And just in case, I got keep out tattooed on my butt cheeks. Uh, I'm Reno Collier, and that's my country fried take. Boy, that one killed this morning. Uh, now, uh, Reno. What to think about. Um, it's a lot uh, to think about. You learn with my things. It's not just fun. There, there's there's a, a dramatic. There's an enormous Wikipedia posting about Jimmy Carter's UFO sighting. Okay. There's a lot of information there. So you can take it in. Uh, yeah. People yeah. people think, like, when I used to tell people about it, they, they really were like, you're out of your mind. You know, mm. and especially if you're 20, people think you're on something. You know, like, what were you guys doing? What were you? But it was the freak, one of the freakiest things I've ever seen. Pretty wild. I believe you. We watch Ancient Yeah, Alien. I mean, it was Josh and I. quick. Yeah. Well. Uh, it was pretty creepy. Yeah. Ancient astronaut theory is, is very uh, yeah. compelling. Well, you know what's funny is, is <laughs> on those shows, they'll say something crazy and then follow it with, and if that is true, and it's like you never yeah. proved the first part. You know what I mean? Well, That's entertaining. Um, it is. It's great. Yeah, You got to hand it to Jimmy Carter for at least admitting that he, you know, telling the story. I think a lot of guys yeah. would just keep it to themselves. And then also, once he became president, they, you know, they showed him the alien autopsy stuff. How Absolutely. Did, yeah, how did he hold that in, huh? <laughs> Is that what? Yeah. <laughs> you think he would have cracked? Mm. You, you think one? Well, that's the thing. That's why I don't believe it. Because one of these guys would have cracked. Well, when they have your family, uh, yeah. essentially, you know. Hey, by the way, uh, Perez, we know where you live. So if, uh, if you talk so about the yeah. the aliens that walk among somebody us, somebody you love will yeah, be, we're, yeah, that we're going to will disappear. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure all those guys would care though. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they would. He would. Hey, hey, Jimmy, we got Billy held in the basement. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Reno. You know, I know you're not on the road this week. Are you on the road the week after? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be uh, with Larry the Cable Guy in Mesa, Arizona, and Reno, Nevada. Then March 16th, I'm in Abbeville, South Carolina. Then the St. Louis Funny Bone. And then March 29th, Willie and I will be at the Brown County Playhouse in Nashville, Indiana. And on the 30th, at the Redmore Theater in Cincinnati, Ohio. All right. Those are going to be big shows. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait, man. Okay, well, thanks, Reno. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next Bye, week. Bye, Reno. Thanks, you guys. Happy President's Day or whatever. Yeah, yeah see you, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, um, uh, we have uh, coming up, Chris Lee, what's, what's over there on your table? Uh, well, we still have a couple of pianist stories to get to. We have an alligator with an interesting um, appetite. And howler monkeys in the news today. Little howler monkeys? Little cute little howler monkeys. If that's your uh, problem, are howler monkeys keeping you up? Keeping you from enjoying your favorite music? <laughs> that's where Raycon earbuds come in. With the optimized gel tips that fit every ear ever made. Guaranteed to keep the sound of howler monkeys out of your music. There you go. Raycons are here for eight hours of playtime, 32 hours of battery life, and you get amazing 
audio quality at about half the price of other premium audio brands. And don't forget awesome features. Raycons has uh, noise isolation and three customizable sound profiles. And we do every week get many pieces of mail from Bob and Tom listeners saying how much they love their Raycons. And it's no wonder because Raycons everyday earbuds do have tens of thousands of five-star reviews. So go to buyraycon.com slash Tom today and get 15% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's buyraycon.com slash Tom. You score 15% off and free shipping. That's buyraycon.com slash Tom. Thank you very much, Chick McGee. I love my Raycon earbuds. They're great for traveling. You pop those in the kids' ears, hand them an iPad, and voila, silence on the plane. <laughs> ah, it's light, delightful. Or in the car. You don't hear, are we there yet? Thank you, Raycon. Those beautiful Raycon earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash Tom. Uh, coming up also, we have uh, Purple Tomatoes in the news. Mm-hmm. Real quick reminder, you can go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame website and vote for Peter Frampton for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Please do that today. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. We certainly hope you've learned a couple of fun facts about the presidents of the United States today. <laughs> We've been throwing them around. It's been something all morning. Yes, there's fascinating stuff. Fascinating. Oh, come on. I think you need a lesson in what's fascinating. <laughs> you you think a lot of stuff's fascinating. Okay, how about this one? Warren G. Harding the gambled G- away a set of White House China at a poker game one night. Hmm. Well, you know, it was Isn't his. That's something. What do you want? Well, kind of his. Was it really his? I mean... May have been gifted to him by some yeah, far off dignitary, or, probably from or a uh, hardworking taxpayer from from China. Okay, I think that's where the best China comes from. Some comes from China, hence the name China. Now, uh, uh, Christy <laughs> Lee is at the Bob and Tom News Desk. What have you got over there? Well, I have a peer-reviewed academic journal has apologized for publishing a study Sorry. that featured AI-generated images of a giant rat penis. A giant rat penis. Yeah, according to Vice's motherboard, the paper was published in the journal Frontiers in Cell Development and Biology. One image in particular featured a rat with a dissected penis nearly twice the size of its body. Hey, what do you think of this? Yeah. The study's author used an AI tool known as Midjourney to create the images for the article. Frontiers later retracted the story entirely because the article does not meet frontier standards of editorial and scientific rigor. We're going to get this a lot. And apologize to the scientific community. Yes, yes we are. Yes, we are. Yep. Wouldn't they just eyeball that and go, there's a problem here? Yeah, you'd think. But we traced it. <laughs> <laughs> really? It was that, okay, Was this is the rat on Viagra? What's going on? We had to dissect rats. Did you guys... Uh, no, school? I only got to the frog and I I was done. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just the frog. frog. I yeah. didn't get to do that. I don't know if I was sick that day or we had worm, we had worm, frog, frog. crawfish, <laughs> uh, rat, and then fetal pig. Yeah, I I got out at frog. Okay, yeah, I, I may have taken more anatomy classes. You did. I, I that was one of my big things. I really? did worm cutting up animals. <laughs> Killing with my bare hands. No, you did a worm, Ace? Worm and a pig. Ah, okay, yeah. My daughter did a shark. A shark? Like a little baby shark thing. No, she's lying. How do you ever do a pig? I was there. I I, I knew I'd be asked. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a palate cleanser before we get to more penile huh? humor. That's right. Huh? You heard it. Huh? Have you guys heard about the uh, blind Cyclops brothers? No. <laughs> Neither have I. Oh, Neither have I. <laughs> Neither of them have an eye. I neither have. No, they, they both eye. have one eye. Christy, they're cyclops. Uh, joke of the day, see. sponsored by Sleep Number. <laughs> yeah, save fifty percent during the President's Day sale on a limited edition smart bed only at a Sleep Number store. Hi, James, or SleepNumber.com. Now, speaking of uh, dissecting things, let's dissect that joke. No. Oh. No, so they're Cyclops brothers, so each of them have one this, eye, right? This, is, this isn't helping. Yeah, each of them have one eye, but they're blind. So neither, neither have, have I. Neither have functioning eyes. Really. Uh, what see, is, they're blind Cyclops. <laughs> yeah, I don't think... That's yeah, beyond funny. There's something yeah. wrong. It's beyond it be, funny. Yeah. yeah, like beyond meat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, let's just move forward. Christy, what else have you got? Doctors in Australia say a man developed penile necrosis. After inserting batteries in his urethra. Why would he do that? Just wait. It gets better. The 73-year-old man. They they were D-cells. 73? (laughs) 73. Why is he messing with his penis? Went to the emergency room 24 hours after inserting three batteries into his urethra for sexual gratification. I bet he had the middle one backwards. <laughs> yeah, so it just wasn't working yeah, you gotta, quite right. You gotta yeah. have the pointy thing pointing <laughs> the same direction. Though the man said he had not had issues in the past, the batteries became stuck this time. Man, oh man! Doctors removed the batteries, which were covered in a black tar-like substance. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What? An operation revealed an extensive degree of necrosis in the tissue of the yeah. man's penis, oh, that's dead. leading yeah. physicians oh, yeah. to remove part of his urethra. You gotta be dead. Oh, that's a dead yeah. penis. Oh, that's dead. dead. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, honey, honey, uh, you got any jumper cables? I I left the dome light on in my penis last night. I gotta, I gotta get the, I gotta, I gotta, gotta reach. You know, I can't judge this guy too harshly. I tried putting batteries in my penis, but oh, yeah? I couldn't find one of those tiny screwdrivers. <laughs> You see, oftentimes... Uh, you get the oh, cat, I'm you get very the well aware. Off. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, wow. Um, I wonder Yikes. what kind of batteries they were. Uh, they were... I, th- I thought I saw in the x-ray they were the round kind. Like, oh, uh, like you, the size of a nickel? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you put those in sideways? I don't know. How the heck? Or you put them in I like, mean, like, like you would uh, a penny sleeve? Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. What I does can, it say about us thinking that... I, I, like a triple A battery, make kind of makes sense now as opposed right. to yeah, the one shaped like a I nickel. I could be wrong. Putting I, the I, flat batteries. I, in I there. thought I sent that to you. Um, let's see, batteries. Well, they call that sounding when you get sexual yeah. arousal from sticking things into your urethra. I don't know. It, I don't have it, that. it does have a thing later on. Um, when he got an erection, his garage door went up. Oh, <laughs> which I think is fascinating. Uh, that may- is fascinating. No, maybe they. I don't know. Maybe they're the little. Like the ones that you put, they're tiny little. Oh, like for a hearing aid or something? Yeah, they're like the size of the, like a watch. Like, top of my, th- yeah, uh, little finger, because you can see. Look here. at that yeah. in the X-ray. It looks like they, boy. So I was wrong. Well, he dresses was- to the right. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't the um, the little round ones. It's so, more of the short. They're like Tic Tacs. The short, yeah. Huh. Ugh. Wow. And they the, so the flesh was all blackened and dead because yeah, it was dead inside. Uh, he ain't gonna be pissing right. No, no, not for a while. He's there. gonna be like a water wiggle. This guy. Yeah. And so right, he's wearing a bag. Le- lesson learned. Uh, don't uh, 
He's wearing batteries. He's wearing a bag. Remember, Do you have to have oh, yeah. a bag for that. Tubes. Well, well yeah. If it for... won't come out where it's supposed to come out, you got to bag it. Wouldn't that just be a hose? <laughs> I don't. Can really... you just have a hose? I mean, I have a question. I think it would just keep coming out if you didn't have the bag. The attached. dribbler. Yeah. Do, you, do, do you load this? Like I think an old... part of your penis being intact is being able to con, being able to control the control the stream coming out of your penis. There, if you had a hose coming right out of your penis, right. and just the urine into your bladder coming out, it would just drip out all yeah. the time. Willy yeah, willy-nilly. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. willy-nilly. Whereas yeah. if your penis were intact, you could yeah. control going, I'm not going to pee right now. You've got a Kegel at the shot. Wait. Exactly. So this guy's loading it, though. Do you, do you suppose you load it like an old-fashioned rifle? You think he had a oh. tiny little... <laughs> you got one of those... You got that pole. You got a... Oh. <laughs> musket. Oh, musket. Like, a, yeah, like, gotta... like a tamper? Or what, yeah. What or a blunderbuss? Yeah. Or... <laughs> uh, yeah, tamper is what they call those, Tam- right? Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Oh, now, maybe they were... Um, I wonder what? if they're the rechargeable batteries. Hey, honey, uh, yeah, you got a USB-C? The C stands for my... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know the Energizer, <laughs> the Energizer Bunny came in and yeah. boom, boom. Oh, dude, you're sick. Yeah, yeah he did. Uh, I'm out of here. Took his sunglasses down. Okay. Uh, I have a lot of questions about this, but I know I can't ask them. Yeah, of course you can. No, I. Okay, so if those are in there, yeah, and you get sexual gratification from them, mm-hmm. yeah, just know. It. I when, see what you're saying. When you. That's right. When you Electrical go to complete, do, right. do they shoot out? What oh, happens? Yeah. If you're lucky. Old Jed's a millionaire. Is that, I mean, is that's that what's why, supposed why, to happen? That's why you got to wear eye protection. Yeah, that's right. yeah. Is that the goal? I mean, I is don't, that... I don't know either. I, and I, is, is the electrical component part of this? Why would it be? Do There's they, no electrical component. It's just the size. Heat up? Heat up? What is wrong? <laughs> no. no. If you take a battery and put it in your mouth... Wouldn't it heat up eventually? I don't know. I would think it would. Really? Mm. I would think. Because isn't the water You're the not fluid to conducting? Would the... you make your connection in your yeah? Yeah. Who knows? Ugh. You ever put a like a coin or something so in a battery it in your them? pocket? Doesn't it heat I, up? I would assume probably. It, maybe it gives yeah. them like it a minor, would conduct minor bzzz, some. A, a shock. Yeah. Well, who knows? If you uh, do this, will you email us and tell us? No. Because yes, I tell us. <laughs> don't don't encourage people. Staff at Omaha's Henry Dorley Zoo say they discovered seventy coins. Inside an alligator's stomach. Lay down your head, Henry Dooley. Dorley. Lay down your head and <laughs> oh, well, oh, well. Oh, well. Hey, I, hey, what? hey. The joke police is here. Oh, I mean, well. Get it right. Well, well, well. Zoo officials shared the veterinarians identified some metal foreign objects while conducting a routine health check on the 36-year-old alligator named Thibodeau. During the operation, they discovered and removed a total of 70 coins from the reptile's stomach. How odd. The zoo said uh, Thibodeau has since returned to his habitat and is recovering from the ordeal. They have reminded guests time and time again not to throw any coins or objects into any bodies of water at the zoo. But my it's wish not came the true. TV fountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my wish came true. I wished that a, a crocodile would have surgery. <laughs> now, do you suppose they keep those or do they? Well, one of the interns takes him to Coinstar and gets enough to get a Big Mac. <laughs> 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 wouldn't you if there were a crocket wouldn't you try to get it in its mouth no it's a fun game no it's Cigarette not hungry mouth. hungry hippos so people playing. are you think people are they throw them hoping that the the crocodile was it a croc an alligator? alligator you know sometimes they sit there with their mouths kind of open slack jawed i try to flip one in there i'd expect it to spit it out if it didn't like it <laughs> does it say what kind of change it was i mean 
kind of change. Would you no. throw a lit cigarette into a monkey cage and uh. hopefully and hope the monkey picks the cigarette up? Again, yes. I think I would. That was a big problem. Remember that one yeah. zoo? They, Chinese. They, they kept giving lit cigarettes to monkeys, and they were yeah, all they were all Jones. I'm thing. telling you, you stop doing that, attendance goes down. It's real oh, fun. Sure. Yeah, End yeah, absolutely. Story. Yeah, it's cruel and horrible. But sure, well, the monkeys don't think so. They like it. Monkeys need some <laughs> smokes. This would yeah. be a fun uh, biology meets math class problem. Tell us about it. Well, there's there's seventy coins inside an alligator's stomach. Yeah. Okay. How many alligators do we? Have? And they total. Uh, uh, $17.18. Oh, yeah, that is good. Figure out what they Figure were. Figure out what kind of coins Oh, my were. goodness. Let's do it right here on the air. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, you have to have some quarters. <laughs> now, the zookeeper can't do it with an abacus because both his hands are also in there. <laughs> if you're going to throw, ch- at least throw quarters. What do you think? Don't, don't be Why? Throwing, don't be throwing pennies in there. Why? Pennies Why? are just as good. No, your wish won't come true. Don't be cheap. Don't beat you. You think you can buy your way into wishes? You can. No. You're throwing a Kennedy half dollar. So you think your wish will come true quicker if you're to wishing while you that you throw a penny in or a 50-cent piece. The 50-cent piece comes through quicker. You betcha. If but, that were true, there'd be bills floating in wells like lily pads. You throw 20s in, don't you? <laughs> That's interesting that you think that. Uh, butch yeah. bucks. <laughs> He, he, he wants. He wants it. That. He wants that to, to really catch on. He, he's never going to lose the trade. A pair of monkeys celebrated their 17th anniversary together on Valentine's Day. Oh, isn't that a howler? Monkeys stupid. named Tolkien and Clyde. I'm sorry. What was the first one? Tolkien. Tolkien. Oh, okay. And oh, Clyde like, uh, have four thing. children and spend all their time together and cuddle using their prehensile tails. Sure they do. A recent video post shows the monkeys cuddling and grooming each other. Tolkien, a 22-year-old female, was born in Port Lymphone Reserve in Lymph, Kent, where the pair live. Lymph? It is, it is Kent, yes. Kent. <laughs> I said Kent. That's his favorite brand of cigarettes. <laughs> Port Lymphney, Kent. Clyde, 26, arrived at the reserve from Singapore in February of 2006 and has been Tolkien's devoted spouse ever since. Yeah, but he gets a little itchy. He does? Really? Yeah. yeah. He's a swinger. Oh, no. <laughs> and the howler monkeys. Your thoughts on that one? Shake it, he just shook his head. Yeah. Didn't care for it. Howler. Hey, look, I don't care if it's your birthday. What's this, guy, what's this guy's name? Clyde. I don't care if it's your birthday, Clyde. That banana is not going there. <laughs> right turn, Clyde. <laughs> How do they talk Clint Eastwood into that, right? He made money on that. <laughs> I'm going to kill this monkey if you don't get away. How many times did Clint say you're probably that? asking yourself, how many monkeys have I killed? <laughs> you're supposed to some idiot after seeing that movie went out and got an orang. And sure, no her. doubt. Thought he, yeah. could, oh, thought he could drive around with it. Just like Clint Eastwood, that's what we got. Are those two entertaining? Right turn, Clyde. I've never seen either of those. <laughs> Are they good? I don't um, think so. They might have been when I was a good. kid. You know, the orang, as, as near as I can remember... <laughs> Part of the plot is the orangutans Thank you. tear apart cars at the junkyard that they work at. Oh, okay. And Clint will look at the orang and say, uh, Clyde, uh, trash the caddy. And he'll go tear up the caddy in, in uh, different parts. I see. That's the job for the orang. <laughs> they don't really do that at most zoos. No. No. Uh, by the way, if you parked in lane seven, your Cadillac is in pieces. <laughs> you know, orangs have uh, seven foot arm spans. Yep, that's they're, insane. <laughs> and they're like, long. I think actually I've got it right here in uh, the latest uh, AAA Crossroads. Yes, that uh-huh. and they like uh-huh. to uh, they like to uh, chew gum. Well, well the one you what are you reading yes. that for? 
That what? is the AAA Crossroad magazine. It's a nice article about orangs. You can yeah. learn a lot about Audio. traveling yeah. and uh, such. Uh, now, um, I, I'm, I'm saying something here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Start now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find it. Orangs uh, are, are str- they're like. Um, Feel free to weigh in. We'll just, we'll just we'll just fold our hands and quietly listen. Listen to this. I will. <laughs> Trying to. They here it comes. <laughs> I can't listen. Oh, which 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 orangutan became president of this country? Oh, hang on a second. Hang on. Oh, no. oh here here we go. Ready? Look. Ready? Listen, John. Oh no. We're sorry. Josh Arnold started telling another one of his stories <laughs> and got confused again. It's not the first time, so hang tight, America. The Bob and Tom Show will figure it out, and we'll be back to being real funny real soon. Well, it's like when a ride breaks down. Yes. That's right. Uh, uppers, they have the upper body strength seven times greater than a human. Woo. Well, what if the human's me? Seven times would be still uh, weak as seven a times, uh, fifteen times greater than Jake McKee. <laughs> okay, all right, that's, that's not that makes. They sense. could tear you apart, guys. Uh, oh, sure yeah. they could. Okay. Yeah. They can trash the caddy. I know that. You bite your mm-hmm. face. What else can I tell you? Um, you can you learn uh, about the sun bear. <laughs> What else you got going over there? Aren't sun bears cute? Coming up, we have our history lesson, although we've been learning a lot about history. I'll tell you something. After 52 long years, it finally happened. You guys know this. Uh, A couple Sundays ago, Popeye's fans everywhere experienced the perfect pairing. That's right. A Popeye's commercial during that big game and Popeye's new lineup of wings. Man, they're great. Five crispy, juicy flavors, sweet and spicy, ghost pepper, signature hot honey barbecue, and roasted garlic parmesan. Sure, wings and football go hand in hand, but we have a, a bit of a lack of football for the next couple months, so what else could you watch them with? Maybe basketball, tennis, baseball, pickleball, wall ball, high lie, you name it. That's right. And while you're at it, Popeye's wings go great with any occasion. Birthdays, anniversaries, graduation parties. Tuesdays? Sure. How about Friday afternoon? Popeye's wings are perfect. And how about that cousin of yours, uh, their cornhole tournament? What am I going to take? Well, you're going to take a two-liter and Popeye's wings. That's exactly right. No matter what the occasion, you love wings. Everybody loves wings. Go to Popeye's. Check out their five new crispy, juicy flavors and take them to your upcoming whatever the heck you got going on. Popeye's wings. Delicious. I love that commercial with Ken Jong, friend of the show. He's, yeah. He travels in time. He's frozen. And uh, he, he's just so funny anyway. But that's a great spot. Go, you can take your little time before you go to Popeye's today. Google uh, Popeye's Super Bowl commercial and watch it. Well, you'll have a good time. Or big game commercial. Well, I mean, yeah. they booze on the game. I'm sure of you. Put Popeye's big game in there, they'll be happy to find it for you, too. Those Google folks are very, very efficient. Yes, in fact, are. if they were on the show instead of you, we would have gotten that orangutan story 20 minutes earlier. That, uh, that was awful. Uh, yeah, but we, remember, still pausing? Was that the part you wanted to read or not? No, it was. Yeah. No, he, he's going to sure? finish it tomorrow. Uh, uh, the sun bears tomorrow. The oh, sun yeah. Bear. yeah. Okay. They're nocturnal, uh, even though By the way, we have some uh, photos on Twitter of uh, everybody getting dressed up as presidents from back in the day. Uh, well worth uh, watching on Facebook and Twitter and the Bob and Tom uh, spaces. And uh, coming up, we do have some history for you. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. The show is also out there for you on our YouTube channel. Watch and subscribe. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. President's Day 2024 in the books. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, a lot of folks with the day off today. Banks right. are closed, right? That's right. Uh, stock market closed. A lot of schools. Does the president get President's Day off? Just hanging it up for oh, the Oh, wouldn't you just want to, you know, meals in bed? Put your feet up? <laughs> yeah. That would be, uh, hmm. That'd be pretty funny, but uh, I don't know. Not. It's me day. Boy. <laughs> Why you are on call 24 7 when you're president. When you're president? What now? No thanks. Is, I'm trying to think. What is the movie? Is the movie called Dave? Yeah. Where the. Mm-hmm. What am I. Uh, Kevin Klein uh, looks just like the president, and so they put him in after the president dies as a uh avatar yeah, what's sorts. the one where the who that's not the one i'm thinking of what's the one where the president can order whatever he wants anytime he wants oh it's oh, great Jeff bridges yeah. that's Jeff yeah. Bridges. Yeah. yeah and joan allen and, the yeah. the uh i forget Candidate? what it's called no that's robert redford is that the one with like a bridge uh yes car it's crash? a great movie yeah that was a good movie but yeah just to, just to prove he can order whatever he wants he watch this yeah watch this <laughs> a tuna sandwich yeah. <laughs> Uh, sir, we're out of Munster. Well, let's get on that, all right? <laughs> well, since we're doing history, we should do at least a few more presidential facts. I don't know why not. We? Okay, here, yeah. here we go. Okay. Time now for Great Moments in Presidential History. In an embarrassing presidential moment in January 1992, President George Herbert Walker Bush vomited into the lap of the Japanese Prime Minister. Even more embarrassing, just before becoming ill, Bush was overheard to proclaim that Prince's song Raspberry Beret had been written about him. (laughs) Many folks know that Rutherford B. Hayes was the first president to use a telephone while in office. But did you know that his first phone call was to order a Snuggie? Well, it's been reported that several presidents had a superfluous third nipple. Only William Howard Taft sported bovine-like fourth, fifth, and sixth. (laughs) Martin Van Buren was the first president born an American citizen. Andrew Jackson was the first president born in a log cabin. Herbert Hoover was the first president born west of the Mississippi. And Gerald Ford was the first president born to carnies. <laughs> great moments in presidential history. Oh, my. I've told you about my uh, trip to um, Monticello to see you. Uh, oh, yes. Thomas Jefferson's. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I got kicked out. I, what? Well, they were finishing up the tour, and I said, can you show me uh, the bathroom where Elvis died? Oh. Uh, <laughs> they, 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 they can't take a joke. Uh, <clears throat> that didn't go where I thought it was going to go. No. no. I don't know. I, <laughs> uh, then you know you know who said, uh, we have nothing to fear but fear yes. itself? Yes. F, uh, FDR. And you know what the second part of that was? No. Uh, no. S- uh, stairs. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> He was the one in the wheelchair, right? Yeah. <laughs> My dad was in a wheelchair. I tell you, you get to stairs. Tricky. Yeah. Escalators. Worse. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, it is time to review what happened today in history. Uh, happy birthday, uh, Nicholas Copernicus. Remember who he was, Christy? Copernicus. No, he no. He was Roman. What is Copernicus <laughs> famous for? Um, I don't know. 
The sun. What, uh, yeah. what, is the, what is the word? Heliocentric. I don't even know. The sun is in the sun, middle. The sun is the middle the of the universe. Wait, was it a Greek god or something? Right. No, he just said oh. that the the Earth is not the. I mean, the, the the sun is the center of the universe gotcha. of, of our solar system. Gotcha. They thought the sun went around the Earth. Yeah, right. But that's not the case. You see, and then you know, oh. and, and, and flat, 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 the flat, flat Earth. And, not anymore. And Kanye West thinks he's the center of the universe. Um, Smokey Robinson, uh, born on this date in 1940. Boy, oh, here's a good one for you. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tommy Iommi, 1948. You know who that is, Christy? He He's was, been here. He was Tony. in... Tony. Yeah, it is Sorry, Tony. excuse me, Tony, sorry. Santana? No. Uh, um, he was, was in here. You might have it? Satan and Satana. Yeah. <laughs> Satana oh. mixed up. <laughs> Tony Iommi. From, Ozzy Osbourne? Yeah, Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. That's what I was trying to say. Satan, Sabbath. He had a weird... Uh, he had some weird facial hair going on. Like, some of it there wasn't... It looks like he had something... And he whiskers has, implanted and ace with his left hand he has like fingertips things he burned his hand or something yeah. he's got like special tips on his finger uh, friend of the show Jeff Daniels great actor yes. happy birthday yes. Jeff born in 1955 and a good singer that. I like his stuff I do too uh, okay you know this one this is Henry Alugasgun Adiola Samuel yeah he played Fonzie <laughs> <laughs> that's not Henry Winkler. Oh, uh, on the original Happy Days. Oh, yeah, that's back right. in the 30s. He's most famous at SeaWorld. Who? SeaWorld? Yeah, uh, a seal. Seal. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's not. Sorry. Okay. Congratulations. That's the worst thing you've ever done. That is one of the worst. The Donner Party was rescued on this date in 1847. Some of them. Yeah. Do you ever use it when you go to a restaurant? No. Pay, uh, Donner, party of five. Your table is ready. <sighs> you want to go over things we learned? You <laughs> suppose we should. It's all presidents. All we learned that Greg Warren is not going by the farter. No. And he's changed his persona no, He completely. doesn't care for the farter. Boy, he hated that bit. He really did not. He was not on board. And that made Tom nervous, and Tom hated it then. Yeah, then, then <laughs> everybody right. hated it. All of us. You yeah. pretty much got it down. Uh, Chick, you'll like this. I bet I do. 1965, okay. the NFL added a line judge as a sixth official. Huh, had no idea. That's interesting. Here come the line judge, they would say. <laughs> Here come the judge. Yeah. Things we learned today on the show, Jimmy Carter reported Suppose anybody who's a, uh, who's a <laughs> sitting sitting justice, you, you suppose like, I don't know, you, you, pick, a, you pick a justice. I'm, I, at, I have, but the, I'm not going to say At the moment it. of climax. <laughs> Here come the judge. <laughs> What do you think there? I would think maybe. Well, I'm not. No, yeah. Hey, hey Ruth, you know what I did last night? <laughs> Ruth. You think RBG's. Here come the truck. Oh, no. Oh, oh, sorry. Did we, did we finish? Jimmy Carter saw a UFO. <laughs> yeah. Before he was president. Paul McCartney's Hofner base has resurfaced. It's a great story. Paul, how do you feel about that? Very uh, grateful. <laughs> That was Ringo. <laughs> Vote for Peter Frampton for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, yeah. please. Yeah. And uh, Josh has never had a peanut butter parfait. I haven't. It's true. He's also Today's a dirty, the day. dirty liar. <laughs> dirty, <laughs> filthy liar. Okay, I'm a blizzard. Very much. Uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Got something to say? Send us an email. Bob and Tom at BobandTom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. 
Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did. And they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.